Okay, guys. One word at a time. That's how we're going to do the intro, okay? So, here we go. Welcome to the Maestro Movie Show. Where we talk about come from kidney stones and maybe we don't talk about movies. So we appreciate you being around for the shit that I withhold from you and me. Period. And... <laughs> I would have kept going. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was a... No, you mean I am the best sex offender <coughs> capturer in <laughs> all the land. So, without any, <laughs> any of the guys who fuck kids. Very <laughs> tracks. Yeah, it tracks. Is this how AI works? <laughs> is this what Hollywood's so worried about right now? No, but that is news though. Hey, hey, hey don't hey, try hey. and get out of the cage, Chris. <laughs> Stay in the fucking cage. Lock the door. Lock the door. Lock the door. Lock the door. Stay in the fucking cage. Stay in the fucking cage. Lock the door. For my own protection. We know when we open it at what time that means. Oh, God. Welcome, everybody, to the Mushroom Podcast. Oh. Where? We. Talk? <laughs> About? Shit. Movies. Yes, yes. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's bad movie night. Little Bigfoot. Fuck. Peter. In. The. Butt. And. Ear. Oh. Yep. Right? You? No. Huh? What? Painful. What? That's pretty painful. I know. What? I know. I've seen Scary Movie 2. Are you still close to the boss? No, no, no. no. What? Peter. Peter. Look at me. Waving at you. All right. We haven't. He's doing sign language. I can't find what he's doing either. You in the ear yet. Why? When we talk. About 
Post Malone? Is <laughs> <laughs> this given, given the Post Malone? To be fair. To imagine that the final object, the final uh, inedible object that little Bigfoot gives to its wounded mother in a cave is Post Malone. And the Bigfoot probably still eats him? Would be amazing. Yeah, what he wouldn't be eating, yeah. Oh, God. He'd probably help heal them. Oh, my God. That little girl almost died three times. Let me just poke the bullet hole. <laughs> let, me just, let me just stick my finger inside the bullet hole. That sounded like a 90s nail song from the 90s. Poke the bullet hole. <laughs> let me just stick my whole oh. fist in that bullet hole. <laughs> Black Hawk Down? They stick like three sets of hands to the guy's freaking leg? If you've seen oh Barbarian, she would have ended like have that. Have you seen Bone Tomahawk yet? Uh, no, but you showed me the some of the scenes. The, the end. Did I show you what happened to Kurt Russell? No. Well, tell Chris. There's a moment in that movie where a bunch of natives are have captured Kurt Russell. They've already broken his jaw at this point. They stab him in the gut. They rip a pretty good hole open, and then they have his <laughs> they have his flask that's been sitting in a fire. They just take that thing and shove it right in his wound. They uh, smoke like cocaine or something. What? They smoking like cocaine? What are you talking? They're, they're putting a flask in his freaking stomach? Yeah, it's pretty great. A Sorry, bur- I mean, a burning flask. A molten hot sitting in a fire flask in his open wound. Would that even I mean the amount of pain you would just it's, not feel it. It's uh it's a sight to see. No, so I I only got that idea because I'm playing through uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands where again you're taking down a drug cartel in Bolivia, and I just had to assassinate <coughs> actors who shove cocaine in people's bodies. I mean... To smoke them across the board. <coughs> Where? How? Like in their throats? No, like in their stomach. Like, uh, But I mean, to get it in the stomach, they are like to cut them surgically? Open. Oh my orally, god. Or it's like orally or like in the stomach. See, surgically is dumb. Live? Surgically is dumb because like... It's like the guy from You Dark have Dark a scar. Stomach. Like that scar yeah. is noticeable by the fucking airport. Sure. And you're walking all weird because you have cocaine. So here's the trick, out. Unless, unless they kill the person and they ship the bodies over because they're not they're citizens of that land. I have no idea. Which is what they've done in the movies before. So. All I know is that I've closed one avenue of cocaine smuggling. That's all I know. As you are um, heroes. So you're a hero, man. I am. Uh, so strike's still going. Uh, Tyrese Gibson is suing Home Depot. Oh uh, what? Yeah. Why? For profiling. Oh my god, what did they do? <laughs> They're suing... Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of it. So, so he's suing Home Depot because he had a bad encounter at a store and they thought and he thought it was profiling. And Was it? I don't know. Yeah. All I know is that recently Terry's Gibson was like, yeah, this is my Disneyland. <laughs> I'll sue. <laughs> Home Depot is his Disneyland, so I'll sue. That's such a dad thing to say. Love it. Oh, I got. I got. This, this, this is, is so funny. There is actually a really good strike news that happened that it pertains to the AI that he was talking about earlier. A judge ruled that AI material cannot be copywritten, which means studios cannot copyright 
and therefore own the properties they make with AI. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That is a big fucking dick blow to their entire process. So that means... So that coincides because now the Writers Guild and the producers have actually met again, I think, this past week. If that happened within the last week, that would coincide. They'd come back to the table. It happened within the last week. That's a big blow Mm -hmm. to the studios in terms of what power they have. They're probably going to appeal it, and this is going to drag out for a while, though. There are also other things that they're fighting about. The AI thing is like one of five major things. So I had to explain. I had (coughs) one of my friends. um, I uh, we were watching a movie um, last night, and I had to explain to him like what exactly they're fighting for. And the only the two made the two the two things that pretty much anybody's really talking about is residuals and AI. Like, there's a getting f- paid and making sure that robots don't replace you. There's also other SAG things that are, like, too in the business that we don't know about. For example, when you do a video screen test, there's, a like, a multiple amount that they'll make you do, and they're like, we only want a small amount now. Like, we only want to have to do, like, two or three video videos to send to you rather than, like, 15, 20, this or that. They're fighting for small little shit like that. Interesting. And, okay. of course, and, of course, AI imaging, yeah. So, via uh, the Today Show online, uh, so Tyrese Gibson accused the Home Depot of discriminatory mistreatment in a lawsuit filed this week on August 9th. The singer, <laughs> singer and Fast and Furious actor filed a lawsuit alongside two other he plaintiffs. He was a singer. He was absolutely a singer. Was he good? Yes. Oh. He did a, he did, yeah, he he was a singer first and then an actor. I see. Uh, act, the uh, investigators actor filed a lawsuit alongside two other plaintiffs against the home improvement store over an incident they say occurred in February of this year. NBC News obtained the complaint filed to the Superior Court in the state of California, uh, County of Los Angeles, uh, blah, 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 which claims the actor experienced, quote, outrageous discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling, close quote, at a Home Depot retail location in West Coast, California on February 11, 2023. Apparently there is video. Oh, wow. So they just thought he was stealing, or... Maybe. Did, like... An exact quote from the article. Why caused Tyrese Gibson to sue the Home Depot? Why caused Tyrese... That's what it says. AI. Why caused... (laughs) (laughs) It's AI. Um... But yeah, so TMZ has a video of the heated exchange, allegedly. But seriously, he called it his Disneyland lawsuit as in comparison to Ron DeSantis and Disney fighting it out. So it's still vague of what actually happened. Yeah. But, but seen, I mean, video helps him. Yeah. Sounds like. So anyway, I just found, I just found that quote funny. I'm just like, damn, Tyrese. Damn. Mm. DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis. Uh, so. I, like, saw, I like to say so. Cuban. Is it a Cuban thing or is it just a, I just don't like it. You just don't like it. Okay. Anyway, um that's pretty much it. News wise, yeah. Strike's still going. Pay your actors and writers. Um Please. No, I don't know. Let's think about that more. So anyway, uh I guess we can go on to what we watched. Just sure. straight into it. Okay. Um, I don't know what you guys had. Who wants to go first? Dude, I had a busy week, man. Uh, 
Specific movies? Do you have nothing that you want to talk about? Pretty much nothing. No, okay. it's just been school and more school and That's then fine. school and. Getting ready for school? Yeah. Or have you already started already? No, getting ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Getting ready and onboarding uh, and whatnot. So I really didn't watch anything new this week. I mostly stuck to Simpsons and stuff like that. I saw like bits and pieces of movies, but there is uh, there are two movies from last week that I'd like to talk about that I didn't get a chance to. Okay. Um, I guess I could go with uh, three if I wanted to, but yeah. uh, I saw um, a couple of old film noirs that I really liked. And then I also saw a, a film noir from the 90s. Uh, so you guys know Men in Black, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Dogma, correct? Yes. So you know that, that actress, Linda Florentine, who's in both... Who the movies. fuck are you? <laughs> the, the actress that's in both of those movies, like the partner to Jay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the lead of Dogma, the woman who can't have kids. Huh! The last scion, I believe, is... Her name and dog. Interesting title and dogma. Oh, her. That actress. Gotcha. So, I watched the movie that made her, that broke her onto the scene in the first place. The thing that made everyone go like, I gotta cast her in something. Hmm. And it was a movie called The Last Seduction. And it's. I sure hope it was that. It was. (laughs) It's about a. Just awful, terrible femme fatale. Like, she is mm. just ruthless, smart, but I rooted for her the entire time because the men are very dumb in this movie. Um, she has an ex- she has stolen money from her ex-husband who's just as, like, sleazy and con artisty as she is. And it's by Bill, Pul- Bill Pullman, and he's fantastic in it. I thought it was great. She's She is the star of it, but he's really great. And then she f- goes to a small town and then corrupts and seduces another guy, Peter Berg. And, oh. um, uh, uh, he's, he's pretty good in it. He's okay. okay. He's, he's not as good as the other two, but he is the kind of actor you need for this role of like a dumb, dumb idiot. I just remember, <laughs> I just remember what his comments during the battle, battle champ, press, like, I mean, I there are That's things all. that he has done that I enjoy. There are things that he's done that you enjoy. Yeah. Like I, I gotta go back to the He's game. in Collateral. He made Friday Night Lights. He's been around for a bit. Yeah. Uh, and he is not terrible in this movie. He's fine. Uh, but she's fantastic. She's amazing. She is ruthless. And it's an unbelievably subtle but also just cold performance. She's so yeah. good. I like it's a star. It's a star making performance. I fucking loved it. Um, and then the other one that I really loved was called Time Without Pity, and it was an English movie from I think the. I feel like it's the early fifties, uh, and it's about a very drunk, <clears throat> uh, like an alcoholic, newspaper man, who is. So drunk that he gets put in an asylum, and then around that time, his son is accused <coughs> of murder, and he comes back like when he's on death row, oh but the God. case is over, and he's like, "Well, I can, I can figure. Look, I, give me, give, give me twenty, give me forty-eight hours. Forty-eight hours, I can figure. I can get you out of this spot. Don't lose hope. I can take the son's like you're an alcoholic. You're a piece of shit. You weren't even here for my fucking trial." Where were you? Like, trying to get sober in some place? Fucking problem. Like, don't, and like, he really does, 
And the movie is him like going through the case and trying to solve it and trying to get his son out. And it's it was really really good. I really liked the lead actor, um, and it had just a really great ending to it. I I really loved it. Uh, and then the last one was Detour, a classic film noir I've never seen. It's only about an hour long, and it's just what it's just a guy who uh, he he's in New York. He's with his girl, and she's like. I'm Oh, Alex, I'm so sorry we ran out of time. Um, you're going to probably... Have Fuck to you! I'm talking about Detour. Okay. Okay. Well, should right. we not push him out of the room? Nope. No. No, no. the moving room right now? No. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, yeah, the, the room is moving currently. Well, you're fucking locked in now. Okay. Yeah, please, because it was a moving I'll kill room. you. We are currently on one of the rides that's in preparation for the State Fair. So Keep your, uh, keep your uh, box cutters in your pockets, please. Please, everyone. Little girls should what? not be hit in the face with box cutters. When we're on rides, is what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a precedent set. Yes, I paused after little girls. I did. But, like, I just need <laughs> no, to make sure it's Alex, clear stop. that little stop girls... Stop digging yourself. Just, just give me the shovel. Don't get hit in just the face stop. by box cutters. And no you, box cutter isn't a euphemism. You need to... Uh, okay. Your timing. You oh, work and on by little timing. girls, I mean... Stop! 30 year old Alex! 30-year-old... You're not... Okay. Who cosplay. Stop. Anime. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> they have an eye patch the or not? The wind arises, but in particularly. Depends if they're wearing an eye patch. True. Yeah. Red hair, beard. <laughs> he looked like what Thor was supposed to look like. He looked oh. like a young Odin. Oh, wow. Oh. Young Odin. There you go. I was... I was... Actually, he had his O face. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I legit forgot. I did it. I, re- I, was like, I did it. <laughs> you know, I, was gonna, I forgot to tell you guys, like when I started my new job, I immediately started identifying, okay, who's Milton? Who do I need to watch? Out for? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, there was one at the Lego Who's store. the Milton then if you can't find it, Chris? Maybe it's uh, me. It's uh, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's me. I am pretty quiet with them. I walked a <laughs> Sure, I don't know these people. I'm just saying, you might be the Milton. Right? I thought of that too. I totally thought of that. It's just like, am I the Milton? Am I the Milton? <laughs> anyway, so time without. Don't break. freak out about staplers. Is all I'm saying. Be cool about them. We don't have any. Or uh, learn how to burn a building down appropriately. Nah. Okay. So detour. Detour is a lot like the last seduction in the sense that there is a woman in it who's just the yeah. moment she comes up on screen, you're just like, oh, you're evil and a bitch. Woo! All right, femme fatale country. Like, there's a guy. I was as I was explaining before. There's a guy with his girlfriend. He's in New York. That he plays piano. She's a, an actress. She's like, I'm gonna go to Hollywood, and because I'm not doing anything out here, he's like, I'm gonna stay out here because I like it here, and I'm not gonna go to Hollywood. Like, why would I do that? So she leaves, and then immediately, like months later, he's like, bad choice. I should have gone with her. I miss her. And he calls oh. her, and she's like, I'm Jeez. not doing great out here. Come and meet me. I love you. And he's like, I love you too, baby. I'm gonna hear. I'm coming. And he has no car and barely any money. And he is stuck in the middle of the country, hitchhiking real fast. And immediately, he finds a guy who's like, I'm gonna pick you up, dude. He's like, cool. He's like, I'm gonna get you some food. He's like, cool. He's like, I, I used. I picked up this broad before. She was awful. Tried to get her, but it didn't work out. And I, I kicked her out of the car. And he's like, cool, cool. Cool, and he's like, yeah, 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 let's go do something. And then they're driving, and it's a convertible, and then it starts to rain in the middle of the night. And the other guy's in the passenger seat, and he's sleeping. And the rain comes, he's like, well, I need help getting the back up, man. I'm trying to get it up, but the guy's not waking up. He's like, wake the fuck up, man. Like, it's raining on the guy. He's not waking up. 
And he's like, come on, man. And like, come on, get out of here. Like, he opens the car door. The guy falls out, cracks his head on a rock. And uh, who knows if he was dead before? Who knows if he was dead then? But now you got a dead body on your hands. Definitely dead now. So he drags that body out in the wilderness and buries it. Takes his clothes. He takes his wallet. And he's like, I just, just need to get to LA. If I can just get to LA, I can ditch the car. No one will ever fucking know. And he tries to make it out there. He's driving for a bit, trying not to get to places, trying not to show his face too much. And then he sees a woman on the road and he picks her up. And it's obviously the woman that have, uh, the other guy picked up before. Immediately, she's like, you're not that guy. You're wearing his clothes and you're driving his car. You obviously killed him. And she wraps him around her little finger for the rest of the movie, and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's great, because that's what film noirs do. It's fantastic. Damn. Detour, classic. Great uh, use of, like, cheap effect. It's a very cheap movie. So it's great use of like, but he's walking with his girlfriend after they're like deciding what to do. It's just a soundstage, a couple of lights, fog, street door, and it's just, it's done so well because it's black and white and it's moody and who gives a shit? It looks fantastic. Um, the actress, um, who's, they they did not like each other when they were acting and they were but like he got a little fresh with her and so she slapped him and it was just like done. No talking unless they're on screen. And to be honest, you can see it on there and it's pretty great. Uh, and Does that help the dynamic of their Yeah, characters? absolutely. After a while, they were just like, you can't stop talking about this movie because it was a big thing in their career over time, especially when they were older. They were like, yeah, he, he got to do this, and I slapped him, and we were like, Man, now I guess we got to talk about it for the rest of our lives. So uh, they liked each other then. Like, that's, I didn't care then. But uh, I really liked it. All three of those movies, good film noirs that I didn't mention last week. So, you yeah. know, because I just didn't, I didn't even, I wanted so badly to watch Virgin Suicides today before you guys came. I wanted to the watch movie? Virgin Suicides, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's Sofia Coppola's first movie, Josh Hartnett, Kirsten Dunst, James Woods, Kathleen Turner, a lot of great people in it. Um, it's just a great Sunday summer movie, and I like to watch that before I watch Last in Translation in the fall. Plus, I told... Stella, that that should be, like, a good one for her beginner's film class. And she was like, yes. And it's just been on my mind recently. Nice. But it's going to be a hot week, so I'll have some time this week to watch it and enjoy it. One of my favorite voiceovers in any movie ever is Giovanni Ribisi's voiceover in Virgin Suicides. It's so good. Phenomenal. One of my favorites. Very sad movie. Very, very, very sad movie. Oh, I can imagine why. Yeah, five girls commit suicide. Yeah. For two hours. It's called Virgin Suicide. It's a long suicide. It is the most accurate title. Yeah. It's very accurate. They except except one of them was not a virgin, no. One of them was not a virgin. So, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. They do, they do. It's, uh, honestly, it's a beautiful movie. It's it's The perception of the girls is from a bunch of... Well, boys. then it shouldn't be called Virgin there, There's five sisters. Their parents God, are... summoned them. ...the worst. And then, what? This guy... Why, if you said there were four of them? There's five. No, you said there were four virgins. There one of them wasn't. The one of them was not a virgin when yeah, she committed suicide. Yeah, so it shouldn't be. So, if they're not all virgins. When they commit suicide, no. So what the hell, man? Alex didn't, make, didn't the make the movie. movie. What do you mean? Just go I'm away. just telling you about a movie I like. Are you asking why I like a movie with such inaccurate titles? Yeah. Yeah. Does that bother you? Yes. You know what bothers me? 
your face, your voice, your smell, your body, where you come from, what you look like, who you hang out with, everything about you. Well, if I wasn't such a mouth breather, I'd know. Your nose, hair, your eyelashes, your eyeballs, your hair plugs. I know those are hair plugs. Your dentures, your actual teeth, your gum. I'm just looking in your mouth now. Your your mustache, your... Your back hairs. I know you have back hairs. Your butt plugs. You put butt plugs in your hair on your ass. Don't kick shame. I fucking hate your testicles. And I hate your smelly, smelly feet. And I love your shin pits. I love your shin pits. They're the best. And why you look like what? Shin pits. You know what they're in. The knee pit? No, 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 no. That's that's higher than the shin pit. What the hell are you talking about? That was eating. Okay, this is getting awkward, so uh, I'm getting. You know what I also hate? What? I hate your political stance on. Milkshakes. I drink. There them shouldn't up. be so many damn colors. I know, well, I don't care what you think. They exist. They have to exist. We live in a world where they exist, so just let them be. They're flavored. They people have to enjoy have, different flavors. They have to be different colors, for, or else no one's going to know what they're they're drinking. They have to. Are you know. laughing or crying? I can't tell. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get going. Oh, please, Jesus please do. Christ, I feel like we were one bad. step away hey, from hey, a very hey, get back here. Joke. Get back here. Wait, 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 no, he was no, almost leaving, no, man. Get back here. Oh, I want to validate oh, his party. I, the, 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 validate no, party. let him go, Alex. Let, let him go. Let him go. No, seriously, it's, I, I got it. It's important. Uh, okay, all right. I'm gonna, I don't know what you want with us. Okay. You can't look at That doesn't look right, Yeah. Okay, there it is. Okay. I'm gonna stamp it. All right. For what? There we go. All right. Now this uh, this uh, just go to the go to the office here in the Twin Cities tomorrow morning. What office? There's and, like a uh, don't add billion don't, offices. Don't read the it's it doesn't mean anything. Just go in there. Just get in the box that we uh, they tell you to get into and just what go. office? Just do what they say. The office, man. Just do what they say. Stay Corral? It's like that show. It is the car parking validation office. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's the car car validation office. Um, For this building, okay. I'm a licensed driver, even though I can't see shit. Yeah, yeah, you drove here, didn't that you? That has nothing to do with... You drove here, didn't you? Yes. Yes, there you go. So this is to validate your think, parking. Think, you will get $50,000 back for every parking you've ever When's had. the last time you've when been you validated, validated you're bothered us. When's the last time that you... 1978. No, it was Avatar the Way of Water dipshit. Now get out. I mean, I, I feel that he's right. I can't argue with that. I'm just going to get you going. You want there to be water, and there's water. So get the fuck out. Get out. Okay. Very right. Get Jeez, the fuck very out. Right. Get your hands off. No, get out. Get, get out. out. Get, get out. Get out of here. Man, he had a firm butt. Look, I just boy. don't want to see I that guy again. I was two seconds behind you saying that. Yeah. I think you grabbed Peter's ass, actually. Thick ass. Dude. No, 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 no. It was pretty big. That guy had a pretty big butt. Damn. Yeah. We, were, we were right there together on it's that It's because he sits down and judges all the time. Anyway, last seduction, time without pity, and detour. Yeah. I love how we made that weird for you. (laughs) Huge ass, man. Chris, you do nothing every time when he shows up. Now you have a problem when we grab his butt. It's supposed to be uncomfortable and not come back. You don't give me any chances. What? Also, you summon him. You summon him. Why is this my fault? Why did I summon him? Why is it my fault for being quiet? You summon him. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? I can't repeat it because then he'll come back. What did I do? I can't repeat it because then I'll, he'll come back. Do you want him to come back? I'll say it. He had a f- great ass. Chris. Those are my things that I watched last week because I didn't get a chance to watch Virgin Suicides this week, which I will talk about next week unless I see as many movies and theaters that I hope to. I already have a plan for tomorrow that I can't wait to tell you guys about next Sunday. At the Monster Truck Rally? 
at the Monster Trucks Rally. Sunday, Sunday. Is there one here? Sunday. Is there a Monster Truck Rally? No. Um, <coughs> worse, football. Yes um, and, dude. Yes and. He just broke my heart. Anyway. Um, you know I love Monster Truck. You've never seen that movie, have you? Monster Trucks? Yeah. Have yeah. you? Yeah. Is it good? On. Yeah, the little tentacle guy and he yeah. goes in there. Is it good? I've heard good things. I heard it's okay. It's okay. It's a curiosity for me. It's a, anyway. I think I'm going to have to do it now. It's a bit unpractical. Impractical. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah, jokers. Okay. Um, anyway, so what I watched. Okay, I'm going to start with my honorable mention. Throwing that wheel out the damn window now. Um. So well, we don't really have news. Yeah, and I don't have anything, so you can go on for. So first thing I want to talk about. So I kind of went this week on like a Star Wars binge. Like a lot of Star Wars things have been happening to me. I was talking to you Star guys off air. Star. I haven't. Been, I didn't watch anything. Um, Would you read like comics or something? Hold on. Okay. So hold on. First off, yes, yeah, to the table. Brace yourselves. Sounds like I predicted something a little bit. Um. So, first off, it was very spontaneous, very last minute. The twins held a Star Wars night at Target Field. Very last second, bought a ticket, and I went. Um, very much Star Warsy. Everybody had like R two D two hoodies. I guess first ten thousand people, first five thousand people there get a like a Star Wars twins hoodie with like R two D two kind of thing. I think you'd like it. Um, Super dope, uh, just like impulsive decision. Yes, and it and I went like, by myself too. And it seems like it. Made nobody else was paying forty five bucks for a twins ticket. Nobody else that I knew. What what day was it? It was Friday. Fuck. If I had gotten off earlier, it was, at, it was the the game was at seven o'clock. No, I was returning videotapes. I wouldn't have been able to do it. I'm sure, you. It's always imagining killing people. So yes. he never has time. For um. So I went and uh, <laughs> one day we're going to do American Psycho. It's going to be great. So um, that is a curiosity for me. I've seen yeah. all the memes. But the, the, it's a decision that may lead to, for example, a Star Wars trivia night. kind of. That thing. is happening. Well, this will come out way after the fact. But like at the uh, market at the, um, what did I say? The I do not something know. yards. Um, but uh Malcolm, Malcolm Yards, Yards yes. Yeah. Uh, they're hosting a uh, trivia mafia. I uh, pay Star attention Wars to my movie. friend. I know Star Wars movie thing. trivia. So it's just the movie. So it's just the movie. I'm the great friend. So it's only about the nine movies. Well, eleven. Eleven movies. movies yes. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to watch Solo because that's the one that I'm blanking on. That's my blind spot. So tomorrow night I'm probably going to watch like freaking Solo. That is the one movie we have never done for this show. Yeah. The Mr. Completionist wants to finish Rambo, wants to finish fucking trans fucking Transformers. That movie's good, though. You can't have some pieces in that. I know, I'm just being funny. I I, 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 and also I hate you and everything you stand for. And I, I always do. do. I always, I always do. do. But I think it's funny that's the one... It's your favorite franchise. It's the one thing we've But it's the one finished. I care for the least, though. That's but we did, dude, we've done the Clone Wars animated movie. We've done the holiday special. Okay, first off, fuck you. We did do Solo on the show. 
We did do Solo on the so- Solo on the Show. Solo on the Show. show. Yeah. We should show the show. Yeah. We've, We've done. We have talked about Solo. Sure, 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 we yeah. have never done an episode on it. You know it. We've never, we've never landed on it or put you dedicated. It's never been. It's, been, it's never been on the wheel. I'm, I'm a big faker. You don't know who Ron Howard is because I've never. You've never asked me who is Ron Howard. Because you've never done a Ron Howard movie. You never put Rush. We've on. never done Solo. We never done Rush either. You're gonna yell at me for that too. Yeah, because I want to do Rush. I like that movie. Daniel Brühl, Christopher Hemsworth. That's a Daniel good movie. Brühl, he rules. Olivia Wilde. That's a good movie. She's wild. Man. She's very wild. She's very wild. She's wild. She's pretty wild. She uh, likes. Crazy. Crazy. She's got. She's got style. And game apparently. Um, she's, so she's dating the game, the rapper. No. Okay. The game. That's, that's his name. There's a rapper called the game. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna watch Solo and watch you beat the shit out of me verbally for it. Uh, oh, wait, uh, um, you're gonna watch The Shadow? No, Solo. Solo, sorry, I thought you said and then, Shadow. No, no, That's no. my blind spot. Um, I, again, I do think we need to dedicate an episode to it for this show to be completed. Okay. I think it's funny that we danced around it. Are we doing Solo next week? Is it good? I, I uh, think you're gonna come back, I think you're gonna come away from that movie and going, wow, that was actually not bad. Because all of it's gonna be gone and you're just gonna watch it as a Star Wars fan because you're watching it because you're in the mood to think about Star Wars. You're in the mood. Um, I think he's going to like it more than he thinks. And uh, Ahsoka's coming out Tuesday night. So the first two episodes will be released. So behind all the live action. Um, So because Ahsoka's coming out and they're adapting these books and I'm able to do so at work now, I have been, this is my first pick, I've been listening to the original Thrawn trilogy of books from the early 90s. Uh, it was the first set of Star Wars books to come out post Return of the Jedi, uh, discounting some weird, obscure, like, obscure, obscure uh, Lando, um, like, little novellas origins. that came out. Yeah, Origins and whatever. And um, so, I've been listening to those. Um, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> so, a lot of things are different. A lot of uh, caveats have to be made. Because they came out in the early 90s before the prequels and before anybody really knew what Coruscant really looked like. Um, it was ver- it was a very much like a mountainous like kind of planet. It wasn't one giant city in Timothy Zahn's book. Um, although it was a uh, it was a uh, Sith temple uh, or it was a Jedi temple, sorry. And um, so. How much do you guys know about Grand Admiral Thrawn? He blew. He blew? And he beat Abadai? Abadai, Abadai, Abadai. I know that he wears, um, a, like, you know, the, the Monday through Sunday pill container on his chest? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I am so using that. A lot of Star Wars people do that. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they just, a lot of Empire people do that. Just gotta, colored cubes. They and gotta stay white. medicated, dude. They gotta stay fucking medicated. For that job? Yeah. I mean, come on. They yeah. sew it onto their shirts. Yeah. Oh, it's Sunday at 6 o'clock. Um, oh, I almost turned pink. I, I always thought that they were there to make Vader look le- feel less awkward about what's on his chest. Maybe? But anyway, so, Thrawn. You guys really don't know much about him. He's got red eyes, black hair, blue skin. He already, beat, me. He already beat me on information. Um, okay. He's, he's, a, a, he's a baddie. He's, he's a, a bad boy. Fucking, he's a stinky, smelly bad boy. 
If Sherlock Holmes... With a leather jacket. If Sherlock Holmes was sober and joined the Navy. So he's Moriarty. Yes. Um, Ex-Blue Man in the Blue Man group. Yes. So, uh, but with red eyes. Bigger he, dreams than Vegas, I He guess. grew hair and they're like, you're out. He's high as fuck. Um, Hell yeah. So anyway, but no. So he's a master tactician. Master tactician. This is why nobody will shut up about him. But um, He's a good character. He's a compelling character, but the book does something weird with him. Um, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But, like, basically, Thrawn, he's just, like, this military genius. And, um, he can pretty much decipher what any given person's gonna do based on his, based on the, such person's, um, uh, cultural art, really. Yeah, yeah, very Sherlock Holmes-y, more yes. artery. He's an assumer. Right, and he'll actually study his opponent and their actual moves. Basically, any he, any uh, uh, main lead character on a procedural from tw- 2005 to 2010, like he House or Mentalist or Sherlock or any of that stuff. Grand Admiral Thrawn reads, like, Han, Leia, Luke, Lando. He reads all their moves like a book. Well, they're not. Like, he knows exactly what they're going to do. They're not hiding their stuff, but they're just the other ones making actual impacts within the war. Right. So, um, and it's kind of weird how the, you never, Timothy Zahn never gives you his perspective. You only hear about Thrawn from the captain that's working under him. That's the most direct, like, like, um, that's the only direct line you have to how he thinks, is how Captain Pelion is reacting to how he's, Figuring all this shit out. Because he plays his cards close to the chest. He doesn't really, like... He just knows. And then he kind of explains it. And I felt like that was really... It's kind of a weird thing to do, how you never get into his head. Which adds a little bit of mystique to him. But he's also kind of... He is blue. He is blue. But, like... (laughs) It's just really weird that... Guys, if you can see how proud Peter is right now. <laughs> he should be. He should be. You should be. <laughs> There's a joke that I just totally missed out on. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's just... It's just really weird because it's like he's jumping to these conclusions. Matt. And you don't really get to how he did it. Only through a very confused perspective on how he did it. Which is really weird. Jump to conclusions, Matt. But he's right, though. He ends up being right most of the time. It's a good Matt. So, <laughs> um, so like, yeah, um, it's still a very compelling thought. And he's not only is he a master tactician and can read people like a book, he's a grade A shit stirrer. Like, <laughs> okay, yuck. Whenever I th- whenever I hear that, I really do genuinely. Imagine the person... He stirs the pot! Like a professional! Like a pot of shit. Yes. Um, Why shit in the pot? Because it makes the room smell worse, and it's like, why do that? Master... How many people did it take to get the shit in the pot? Enough. Master manipulator. So, um, there was an attack on a bunch of smugglers being like, hey, this blue guy, he's fucked up. Um, And they're like, don't... um, like, should we do something about this? Should we get involved in this whole war? This takes place five years after Endor, by the way. Um, Endor what? The Battle of Endor. On um, the, the Ewok planet. Okay. Um, 
Second death star. As opposed to what? Fuck me. Anyway, um... So... And then a bunch of Imperials barge in and start gunning the place down. And then somebody who's close to some other guy gets killed. And they are brought into Imperial custody. And Grand Animal Thrawn's like, I didn't have shit to do with that. I didn't have anything to do with that. Do you think I'd risk turning the Smuggler's Guild against me? No. Did I do that? At a time like this? No. Why would I do that? Come on. Technically, it's the, technically it's the truth. He didn't order that assault. Come on. But he didn't stop it either. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, it's just he's just, he's a very compelling villain in that it also introduces uh, another guy, um, Drew Sabayoth, um, dark, je- very much dark Jedi, very deranged individual. Think just like. I saw one scene from the lighthouse, but like Willem Dafoe, crazed eyes, but can shoot lightning, but can shoot lightning out of his freaking hands. Nice. And like control a whole populous planet. Oh, nice. Like he can like. Jesus, what? Though, so they bring so Thrawn brings him in this deranged cloned Jedi, cloned Jedi, cloned Jedi. Thank you. Um and. They bring him in to use the Force to enhance the fleet's abilities, like all the pilots and all the gunners, to enhance their abilities and to control ships at will. Like whole Star Destroyers. Like he's just controlling everybody at every station. Um, What the... So his... So Grand Animal Thrawn's way of, like, um, countering that, his Force abilities, is this tiny little furry creature called an Islamir. And basically... And this Lemire blocks out the force like an air bubble in water. Hmm. Um, so one single Islamir can block out the force within a 10 meter radius. A whole group of them could probably block out an entire planet. Like, and it fucks shit up for Luke. Like, he can't use the force at all when he's around these things. How the fuck does that work? I, like, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's like, a, it's a it's like an air bubble against water. Is how like, they explain it. It's a little guy. It's a little yeah, it's a little like furry creature. And but they like just, they just block it. Yeah, they just cock block in the forest. Yeah, I don't get. I don't, midi chlorines, Peter. Midi chlorines. You know, let me let me put it this way. Imagine the kid in Last Stand who cancels out Mutant's powers. Like Rogue. Near him. I don't Rogue. No, 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 no. Yeah. Rogue steals powers. Rogue steals powers. Like literally takes away. Like when Beast walks up mm-hmm. to the kid, his skin is normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. That, that kind of thing. But at range. And they just, they're just, they've evolved that way. Yeah. It's wild. So, but this is old canon, by the way. So they are not, this oh, is the well, Mario, Islam, not canon. Um, I always thought it was a weird idea because then they keep them alive. Mm. I'm just like, follow me here on this, by the way. I'm, I'm right here. Okay. You're not going to like this. Like, Uh-oh. wouldn't the more twisted thing just to push the, like, Grandmother Thrawn's an evil motherfucker. <laughs> Let me just say that. But I feel like it'd be more effective or just not... Because you got stormtroopers carrying these things in, like, small little tubes around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? That's how they describe them, like, carrying them. Like, just, just carrying them around their little meat shields. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, it's freaking goofy and stupid. 
to me. But that's why people don't like him. And I'm just like, you know, in Kenobi, if you really wanted to bring him back, in Kenobi, they were trying to steal Jedi's blood. Yeah. You don't need to keep these guys alive. You keep these little guys alive. You can really show how fucked up this empire is. That's if you true. really wanted to. Yeah, you just steal their blood and then you incorporate it into... They're cloned stormtroopers, too! Because the big twist in Book 2, Dark Force Rising, when they're trying to fight a fleet of 200 dreadnoughts to supply this Imperial assault um, on Coruscant, um, the big twist in that book is that all the heroes are thinking, well, they don't have the people to man all these these 200 dreadnoughts, these massive ships. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out the stormtroopers they had been fighting up until that point were all clones. And clones hadn't been seen since the end of the Clone Wars. Oh, shit. Which was a whole decade before this fucking shit happened. No, like 20 years ago. Like, they hadn't been used at all. So, like, they're like... And they can make a full-fledged clone in guess how much time? Two minutes. Three minutes. A year? A, they could do a fully developed clone in 20 days. Oh. 20 days. It would... No, in, in the book, they said it should it should take, like... Up to a year, maybe years to develop a whole clone. In canon, it took about ten years to develop all the Jango Fett clones. They made clones in less than a month. They could develop clones in less than a are month. Are they like half baked or something? No. Are they all fucked up. Like no. Them? Are they a little bigfooting it? Kind of. <laughs> or they're just like no, they're like the super soldiers in Hardcore Henry, kind of like that. That's how I imagine them. Mm. Like, just these mindless freaking soldiers that just feel like pretty much fucking nothing. Um, God, that's horrible. And, um, but that's like the big twist of the book. And, um, so, so like, Sabayoth tries to manipulate Luke, and then another character that everybody just can't get enough of and really wants in canon, this is the introduction of one Mara Jade. That's the character... No Star Wars fan. They really stopped talking about. Oh my god, where do I even start? So, she's compelling. She's So, Mara Jade was basically handpicked by the Emperor to be his personal assassin, I guess. Or, she's known as the Emperor's Hand. Pretty much doing, like, dirty work. Just another dirty work. Uh, assassin person. She was supposed to kill Luke on Tatooine before um, in uh, in um, Return of the Jedi. She was one of Jabba's dancers. But you never see her. Um, because they, the book just made her up. So... <laughs> Love it. She was supposed to go on that mission or uh, she was supposed to be on the sail barge. And Jabba said no, stay at the palace. And that was her big failure. That was the that was step one in how Luke ruined her life and how she blamed Luke for all her problems. The second one was when uh, Vader tossed uh, Palpatine down the shaft. And um, so she blames Luke for ruining her life because being the Emperor's hand gave her all the purpose and all the statue that she had and Thrawn she encounters Thrawn at one point and Thrawn's just like you were just one you were just 
one. Like, and Thrawn knew the Emperor pretty well, too. Like, the reason Thrawn already popped up at this point was because he was in the Unknown Regions doing all kinds of shit that nobody knows about. And so... Um, so she's wrestling with that. Also, there's this, the Emperor's voice, because she's Force-sensitive, of course. Um, the Emperor's voice plays back in her head. Like, you will kill Luke Skywalker. You will kill Luke Skywalker. You will kill Luke Skywalker. Just over and over again. And she's getting this vision of this... Uh, Wait, I know the story. Yeah. She keeps getting this vision of um, how the Emperor died, but from his perspective... Like, he keeps describing how Luke and Vader raised their lightsabers against him and struck him down. I was like, that's not at all how it went. We all know. But that's what she thinks. So, and she feels like she has to. Mostly because, but she's trying to convince herself that she is the one who wants to do it because she wants to do it. Not at all that the, the Emperor from beyond the grave is manipulating her. In, like, a negative... You know how, like, force ghosts on the light side and kind of, like, demons on the on the dark side? Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, in that kind of way. Um, so, I haven't finished the book yet, but I know how it ends. The way it goes is, like... So they all reach uh, this cloning facility, um, I think with the help of uh, Vader's personal assassin uh, race, the Nogri, um, that appear in Rebels. <clears throat> and... So they all show up on uh, Mount Tantus to destroy the cloning facility. Wayland, no, Wayland. It's on Wayland. Um, and Sabayoth's there. He's shooting lightning out of his freaking hands, whatever. And um, another big twist in The Last Command, the last book, obviously, um, was that using Luke's severed hand from Bespin, they cloned Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's called Luke Skywalker to use. Yeah. Because Joris Sabayoth was the original Jedi. The cloned dark Jedi that's in front of them is Jeruus Sabayoth. That's more like Dune science fiction territory. Because that's what Timothy Zahn's known for. He's known for, like, more science fiction-y shit. They um, cloned him? They called him Luke Skywalker. Luke. Luke. Um, so Luke has to fight this guy. Like, I don't know how he got a hold of Luke's severed hand from Bestman. I don't know how that happened. I don't even know if the book explained it. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. But it's fucking stupid. No. Why would they name him, like, Luke Ground Runner? Like, the opposite of Skywalker. Luke. Because we didn't write it. Luke. Here. We're calling him Luke. Or just like a... This. Anyway. But- not like, or you don't eat this week. This is also the same story that entrapped in, in little furry creatures that are force yes. sensitive. Force insensitive. If you think this is all pretty silly stuff, you can just stuff it. You're here, you're making a movie. Yeah, they stuffed them in tubes and they wore them. Yeah. As little meat shields. Yeah. Um, we'll do that to you in a metaphorical sense in the animation movie making world. So, um... Is this a threat, or is this just an opportunity for me? His name is Luke. So, anyway, um... So Luke has to fight his clone. So Luke basically has to fight his clone. We need a cover. Draw it. Um, and so... So, um... So, uh, (laughs) So, um... This is... 
It's how I it's how I try to remember stuff, guys. No, the cats no. were just like, whoa, whoa. Oh. It was no, I actually liked the rhythm of it. I thought you were gonna no. start a song. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> um but I uh it's um so the way Mara Jade gets rid of the voice in her head is she kills Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. But she thinks it's Luke Skywalker? The the voice in her head. This is a movie that we're gonna watch that I, I that I will want you to that there's a movie that we'll watch that reminds me of that for sure. So you've so probably she, seen it too. So she kills Luke. Yes. Or Luke. 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 Yes. Thinking that it's Luke. Luke. She she knows it's a clone. Okay. I think by that point okay, she's okay. fighting for them. She's on the right side. Yes. Yeah. Kind of reluctantly though. She, she does not like Luke Skywalker. Is she red? Is this the red girl? Redheaded chick. Yeah. Oh, she's redheaded. Yes. Yeah, fiery hair. Short hair. It's very fiery. Okay. I think I think she is in the movie Brave. I don't. What ick? You better make it what ick. And don't you dare play with that dragon. They did. They did uh, have a live action uh, uh, model of her back in the nineties. Is what she Ooh. looks like. Wow, that hair is. It's 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 all kinds of frizzy. Like frizzy. she reminds me of the chick uh, who played um, in Winter Soldier. Sharon Carter? No, no, no. The one that was bombing everyone because or poisoning. Well, you, we argue about her name all the time. It's a joke. Carly Morgan, though. Thank you. She reminds me of that actress. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember. Yes. It took me a while, but I remember. Thank you. I forgot. But um. So much. Good in that movie. I like her. She's good in. The, she's good in um, Green Knight. So um, oh, she's a lady in the lake. Like. So um, and then uh, Leia gives birth to uh, in the old canon her uh, her twin her twins, um, Jason she, and Jaina. She is she is Luke's wife. Right? Mara Jade, yes. Yeah. Eventually would be. Eventually, yeah. She's like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Let's get married. Story. No, man, no, 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 not happen in the book. It's fun. No, that's fun. When you read in a book, you know they can elongate it. it um, I think that's an interesting idea. I like that. Yeah, George Lucas didn't. Of course. Well, he didn't write the book. He's of course going to do something different. You want to know why he didn't like it? Why? I want you to guess. Why wouldn't George Lucas like Mara Jade? Why wouldn't she do it? Why? Why? Why wouldn't he like her? Uh, she's redhead. Uh, he doesn't like red because she was on the dark side first. He's racist against redheads. The Jedi celibacy vow. He didn't like oh that them God. getting together Jesus. broke that vow. Even though that's the thing, that, that very vow fucked up Anakin Skywalker. No, but that's the point. The point is, is that if other people can deal with it and Anakin doesn't, then people are going to sit there and be like, well, why can't Anakin just fucking deal with it? Yeah, I think I get what he's saying, but, I, but it's just, it, it, it's just weird to me. Just like I, I like what because in that old canon, Luke tried to do something different. But again, there are people who love the books and are like they wish that he had had a wife and they wish that he had fought some things. Like there's many things that you could do with Luke. I'm happy with what they did in Last Jedi. I like the yeah. fact that he tried to have a school. It it went belly up. 
and then he just kind of gave it all up because he realized the whole legend that he believed in from the past and what he created in and of himself is like creating an ego that almost allowed him to murder a child so like yeah his own fucking nephew so um he's human i did i did like how the empire fools like the so coruscant is now um the republic center like mm-hmm. it is in new canon um but uh Thrawn kind of like like fucks with them in that he has like cloaked ships like he has cloaked like fully invisible like ships like the invisible hel- helicarrier kind of ship oh my god and so what he does he creates a bunch of like and he also gets asteroids and he also gets manages to cloak asteroids so he shows up on Coruscant fights them a little bit disperses like freaking invisible asteroids and a bunch Jesus. of like and then they're all like there's a bunch of invisible ships up there and we don't know where the fuck they are and then it turns out that that like like ninety five percent of them are fake, that they're not even actually there. That he just fucked with them just to hold them back so he can do his shit somewhere else. My God, that's what we're that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> that's just, what we're dealing just with. Just bluffed. Yeah, he just bluffed. He's a ships in not the only is he a great tactician and a master manipulator, he's a freaking excellent liar. Like he's a great liar. Like so a strategic liar. He's a great bluffer. I like this guy. Um. So, coming back to Mara Jade a little bit, a lot, a lot of the consensus is that she, she wouldn't work in the new canon, mostly because of her how tied she is to Luke. So I'm like, if you're gonna, if you, a lot of people are concerned, like, if you gotta bring her back, you gotta change your story. You gotta make some changes there. Like, I would assume so, since, yeah, she's so tied to Luke in the future. Yeah, right. And, and that she's so tied to a twin Luke. Would it be the same person at that point? Right? That's what I was but thinking. Is it really this. the same? What? Let me ask you this. Didn't they do the same thing to Luke in the movies? Pretty much. He's entirely separate than the person he was in the books. But is he still, in a way, Luke Skywalker in both stories? Yes. Yes. Is there a way that you can keep... What Mara Jade is as an individual while at the same time putting her on a different path of the story. Yeah. yeah. We just went through the past five years of multiverse storytelling. That's the whole point of it. And Rebels did introduce, in a way, multiverse storytelling. With the I, world between worlds. They've done it with other characters, Luke, Leia. They've done it in the movies already differently. The books have done it differently. And the shows are giving... This is what I wanted from the beginning. In a lot of ways, after the movies, the prequels didn't work, I was like, take the books, make them this, turn them into something else. Because people love those characters, but you can do different things with them in this new medium. And, like, she can exist and be a different version of herself, just not so deeply tied to Luke. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was just like, I don't know. I I thought of a weird idea of just being like, what if just something, like, if they pulled, like, an Ahsoka... Like, the whole thing with Ahsoka is that she originally died in Rebels, yeah. but then they brought her back in that whole World Between Worlds shit. They pulled her out of a freaking portal and leads to this whole multiverse shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, what? Because, yeah, like, she canonically dies in the books because one of Han and Leia's uh, kids turns to the dark side and just straight up kills her. Ahsoka? No, uh, Mara Jade. So you in the old Mar- canon. You think Mara Jade's going to die here? No, in new canon? Mm-hmm. She's not in new canon. At all. 
She's not in the new show. Nope. Okay. Not that we know of. Mm. We don't know. But Even the, but the only the only hope, there's somebody with red hair that no. Ahsoka's with. No, that's Sabine. Okay. Um, but uh, there's hope. A small amount of hope because they are. It do seem. It seems that. They are adapting the Thrawn books for the Ahsoka show and for Dave Filoni's whole little universe. So that's what I heard too. That they might be doing that, which means they'd also have to introduce Talon Card, who's the new Job of the Hut. But imagine just Antonio Banderas super suave and running like smuggling in the galaxy. It's a great idea. Sure, he did it for Indiana Jones, but like more suave, like more put together. So like, like, like Lando. If he was more like Lando. But Spanish. Yes. Okay. Um, like Mark Thompson, the uh, audiobook uh, narrator, who's killer. He's a girl. He's great. If you listen to a Star Wars audio... If, if you listen to a Star Wars audiobook, if it's read by Mark Thompson, you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. He's great. Mm. Um, like, killer Han impersonation... Killer C-3PO impersonation. Like, he does it all, man. Killer Luke. Like, he, man. He does it all. Um, but... Even the women and children, too? Yes. So, wow. he decided to go with, like, an Antonio Banderas kind of, like, um, voice. And he nails an impersonation of Antonio Banderas. Well, you know, after, after Puss in Boots, it's a lot easier to try and figure out his voice. Um, you're not staring at his face. So, yeah, I'm. My whole thing was like, maybe, what well, before she gets killed by Jason Solo in the previous canon, the previous timeline, maybe yank her out. Somebody pulls her out. Maybe it's the Wills, like from the end of Clone Wars, with with Yoda going on to face like the actual Wills. Of the Force. Mm. It's a really trippy episode. Oh, I thought you meant there was like a bunch of people named Will. No. W-H-I-L-L. There's so many clones now, I didn't know if there was Drone like a bunch Wills. of Wills walking around. No, but Yoda encounters... the Wills! But Yoda encounters the Wills. So they're an actual entity within this universe. The Wills are? Yes. But yeah, they're, they're not will- named Wills. Yes. No, those are the ones that were well known for slapping a bunch of Chris Rockcocks in the Universal Academy. Oh my God! Um, Universal Academy. Well, let me see if I can. The each alien had six hands. So Jesus. It was just... So the wills are these. That was the meme. Those are the wills. Freaky deaky, man. Whoa, I would hate to get slapped by that. So if, like, the Wills were like, we need you in this timeline at this specific point. And also, do not fall for whatever the fuck the Emperor told you. Um, he's a fucking bad dude. Yeah, he's the Emperor, you know. He used to be a senator and, you know, now yeah. he's an Emperor. So right. I'm just waiting for the, just like, the time is coming where Marjade eats crow for her whole, like... This Nazi gave me everything. I'm going to serve him and kill you because that's what he's telling me to do and not totally, like, fuck off. <laughs> like, it's the dark side, bro. You're being manipulated, and I can't wait for it to eat crow. It's the dark side. Um, Wouldn't people start to realize after a while that... We already knew! She's like, had two conversations with her, and she's like, you don't want to kill him. The Emperor wants you to no, kill him. No, but, like, just all the manipulation that goes on the dark side, how can you not 
want to be in the dark side and not know that people could be lying to you all the time. It's right. War. It's war, man. It's war. War. All is fair in love and war. So, anyway, like... So, yeah, I also think that... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I don't know. If you're gonna call Rhea Mary Sue, you gotta call Mary Jane... Mar- Mara Jade one, too. Mary Jane. Yeah, I almost said Mary Jane. <laughs> she has red hair. She does have red hair. Wait. Did they do that on purpose? Oh, my God, maybe. What's her name? Mara Jade. And Motherfucker! <laughs> I mean... That's really close, man. That's pretty close. Yeah, yeah but this and looks kind of like Peter Parker, kind of. They play the same role in the is different universes, like Mary, but they're different people. Is she like Mary Jane? No. Does she call him Tiger? No. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um, is the nickname some other special related animal? No, she just calls him Skywalker. They're on a last name basis. Yeah, I mean. Skywalker is cool. He is on a last name basis with her, and she calls him Skywalker. Yes. Well, then so is she. Not not in this book, though. Not in these books yet. Not yet. You don't spoil it. Come on. Come on. That marriage happens in a comic, which I haven't read yet. Which I will. Okay. I believe you. Okay. Um. So that was your honorable mention. That was my honorable mention. Um. So yeah, the Thrawn books. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're just. It's just so much fun. It's like, is Thrawn gonna be in Ahsoka? Is yes. that what I heard? Yeah. Uh, uh, Baz Mickelson's brother plays him. Um, I don't know his first name, but yeah, you're correct. Um, sorry, I guess Tom. Both, good. both of you are looking on your phones. Yes. They're looking for the brother of Bad Mickelson's name. And then I am playing the game. Other guys gotta make up a song while they're looking for a name. And they're also looking at some porn. Looking for a name, but they're also no. looking at porn. Lars? And looking Lars Mickelson, thank you. I was way off. Yeah. Um, and the real girl. Yeah. <laughs> the real girl. <sighs> um, I was way off in the real So yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars is better than the things you Lars in the um, movie. Ah, there you go. So, I guess that was my honorable mention, but in terms of actual movie, because Alex is really anal about that. Thanks. I he like likes it. to do it. I'm very big about my anal retentive nature. Look, we're on a movie podcast. We should talk about movies. If you see a movie in the theater, you should talk about it. I saw Blue Beetle. Um, so, Blue Beetle. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. 76% of Rotten Tomatoes sounds about right. I don't trust that site. Of course you don't. Go watch the movie. Well, yeah, I want to. Mm. It's He's very, gonna. From what I understand, it has a lot of uh, Latin heritage in it. Oh, very much so. Very much so. So fucking excited. I was so happy they just leaned into it, kind of, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, it really... I could recognize... It was really weird. It was for the first time. I was like, I recognize that a movie is just good. You know? It's not great. It's not terrible. But it, it's good. Like, it's a very entertaining experience. But then have an emotional moment with it. Like, when... All the scenes with the dad just hit really close to home. You didn't expect to care. Yeah. Mm. Like, that much. Because it was because they hit close to home, really. Why didn't you expect to care that much? I don't know. Because I, I, I'm not familiar with the Blue Beetle character. I don't know about Blue Beetle. Like, I don't know about his, about his uh, comic book origins or anything mm. like that. I just went in there completely blind. I don't know who the heck this guy is. Um, 
So, yeah, I just it just took me by surprise. It's like, wow, I kind of care because it actually there's an element to it that hit really close to home for me in my personal experience just recently. Uh, Is it when you adopted that big bug and yeah, yeah, and it farted? Pat everybody within a fifty foot radius just passed out. Um, you'll see. Um, yeah, I'll see. So, was it trying to move out? I don't know. It was really hard to read. Like, just, I don't know. We never really spoke. We just kind of like, we're in each other's presence, really. And I what? couldn't really get a He twisted reaction. your words, man. And what are you talking about? It flew way over your head. It was I don't, so I, I fucking agree, funny. sure. I don't know what you're talking about, though. The bug. Gotcha. Tried to move out. Mm. Yeah. I never knew him. Or her. I don't really know. They have cloacas. A bug? I think so. How would you know? I watched the Animal Planet. Sure, you, yeah, for that reason. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay. It's a guess. Anyway. Um, no, I was wondering if the thing that you connected to was trying to move out. No. Um, so... The... I don't know what it is, but like this whole like writer strike thing, this whole actor strike, and all the discourse. Well, I just watched Corner's video today. Like Ren just did a video about like will CGI replace actors, and he's just like, technically they they're capable of doing it right now. Like, they can just do that right now, and they already have to an extent. That was one of the biggest bombs of the freaking year. So, um, for the little amount that they did it. <clears throat> But, um, I just remember watching it, I'm just like, man, I couldn't stop thinking about Oppenheimer, too. It's just like, all of that, all of that stuff was practical. And it was just like, watching all the CG and, like, Blue Beetle, I'm just like, man, I really wish. I really wish they, like, really wish there was more practicality to it. Um, that's why you kept talking about it tonight. Yeah. Oh, my God. It all ties together now. That all makes sense. Well, it's just been on your mind. It's been on my mind, yeah. I, I, you know, growing up in a world where practicality was all it was, watching CGI go from Jurassic Park and T2 to what it is now, like, I'm less hard on it. I just accept that's the world that we live in Mm -hmm. for a superhero movie to get made. But I, I do see what you are saying because, like, more, more in line with Tenet. Tenet yeah. is a really great... Or Inception. There's so much practicality in them as action films. And almost all of Nolan's action films. But I wouldn't necessarily call him, in his heart, an action filmmaker. Right. So uh, practicality is different in a lot of ways than how they use it. Um, but I, I do find that interesting now. Because that makes a lot of sense about where your headspace was today. Yeah. When you look at a movie with four car chases like that and you're like, the practicality is amazing. I'm like, something's wrong with you, dude. Something yeah. with you. And it's that you watch the Blue Beetle. Okay. Like, and it's not that the CGI was no. bad. It was just so repetitive. Really? Mm-hmm. It's just like... Like the car chase? Let me, let me back up. Um, Again, we're not trying to make you feel... So we're not trying to make <laughs> defensive about this thought process. It's just really something slow. that I realized that you mentioned today. Yeah. You were like, well, they actually did all this driving. And in some of that driving, it looked they it looked dangerous. It looked like they, like, but it also looked like some of the actors were actually fucking doing it in Little Bigfoot. So, like, 
there's this sense of like, wow, did they make that Baywatch chick really Tokyo Drift like that? Like, I get what you're saying to a certain extent, but yeah. also like, it's 25% of the fucking movie. It is. So like, the, but here's the, here's the other difference. Those driving scenes ultimately lead to nothing. Yeah. That, is, that was going to be my biggest argument for that point is that, like, I don't care if you have something that's redundant or a lot like an action scene or fight scenes in movies. If they, if they eventually lead to something thematic or plot-driven in some way, i got to be plotting to, about that in this regard. And, like, there's so many times in, this, in Little Bigfoot where they drive around for nothing. But when you're yeah. watching an action movie with it's CGI and it's the practicality of it, uh, that is interesting. So... Um, is there an action scene that you did enjoy in Blue Beetle? Oh God, yeah, there was one towards the end. Um, I think most of the actual, most of the action, I really did dig. Um, like I really enjoyed like most of the action. Um, and uh, there was a particular fight scene towards the end where he just wrecks a bunch of dudes, and I was just like, oh, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. This is so much fun. When he finally just like it just all clicks together, and he's just like, oh fuck yeah, let's fucking go. Um, Susan Sarandon. Great, great villain. I think so. I like her. It's a more tame version of um, the villain from Guardians Three when you finally when you when you actually see it. Um, Han Solo dies. Yeah, Han Solo dies. You know, fucking me and you, we're gonna watch it this week. At some point, we're going to watch this. You're going to watch... sorry. How many fucking times have I wanted you to watch Triple R? If I'm going to watch Guardians 3, you watch Triple R. How Fine. Okay. How about I'll watch, that? I'll watch Triple R tomorrow instead of Solo. How about that? I just love and watch no, Triple you, R. You could watch Solo. You should oh. watch... No, watch Solo for your stuff. I'm not yeah. telling you not to do that, but you have time after... i got to win this trivia thing, man. i got to pick up chicks. You have time after two... That's exactly what I was going to help you, you know, meet somebody. It's at the bar. bar. Yeah. So... So My pastor met his wife. It's don't. a bar filled with people who love the thing that you do. Even if you don't meet a girl to date, you meet someone. That's, that's just perfect friend. for making friends. Yeah, yeah. dude. You, you I, see I show how much better I am at that. All they'll do the is things. prove to you just how fucking <laughs> stupid <laughs> we are. I'm having a stroke over here. I'm having a fucking stroke over here. Anyway. Um, but anyway, so like... Wow, you're able to pick up that behemoth strong paw. Um, so... Yeah, Blue Beetle. I, I really liked it. There's a heart to it. George Lopez is freaking hilarious. Like, he's hilarious in that movie. Like, I was... A lot of... We had a good crowd in the theater that night. Um, Did they, um... I don't really care about this spoiler, because I just uh-huh. care about, like, the movie itself. Right. Did they, like, try and tie it into the DC world? No. It very much was its own thing. The only thing... I'll give away this much. The only thing that ties it to the world is that the protagonist, uh, Jaime, um, he went to Gotham Law. Okay. That's it. And, 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 one so mention, just, and only one mention of Superman, but that's it. That's it. Well, they live in that world. There's they, no cameos. They no still, but we still have one more. We have one more Aquaman, left. Aquaman, yeah. One more left. And, and I guess and I guess Aquaman? Yeah. yeah, and I guess Peacemaker Season 2. Oh, Storm Stormpaw's like rubbing his face all over my knee. Yeah, because you gave him a lot of love today. I did. Yeah. The same same case last week. Oh, Sheena, I'm keeping your pet. You're not listening to this, but I'm keeping your pet. Um, <laughs> he looked straight at me. Stormpaw looked was like, <gasps> he's like, what? <laughs> can, I, can I please leave? Can no, I please get out of here? Yeah. My uh, landlord would be pissed. No, oh, he's about to bite me. He, um, he wants to get out of here. It's love bites. He really wants to get out of here. So, um, I'm yeah. excited. That's yeah. That's what I watched. 
So yeah, I it, uh, I I want you to watch Solo for your trivia. It's important, but your trivia is Tuesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday still. Um, so is Tuesday night, but so is uh, board board game night. That gives you plenty of time Thursday to now to find three hours to watch trivia. Thursday to now. Thursday to Sunday. Okay. To watch Triple R. Okay. And I'll watch Guardians 3. All right. And I'm going to try and see a bunch of movies in theaters. Maybe Ooh. even Guardians 3 if I can do it. Didn't... Who did we watch Triple R with? There was a third party in there. Was it Cecily? Yeah. But I felt like you watched it. No. I know I'm missing out. I know. He's told me. I'm just like, if you're going to... If you're going to just be like... We need to sit down and finally watch it. I'm like, come on, man. Okay, fine. Come on. I've I've got bigger cards to play. Fine. I've I have cards to play here. I got. And then after it. that, watch um, Adventures of Zonic. Yo, oh, so shit. Yeah. No, I'm not letting that. Fine. Right, I got fucking homework. I got homework. Well, you got time. He's giving me homework. He's going to school. Well, he's got time. You got. You guys are going to relate to school so much. I'm not going to school. So you guys, that's all you. So <laughs> he's going to school. <laughs> <laughs> You are scaring the cats. You are scaring the cats and wrecking their spines. This is Storpaw. He's not used to this. He's not used to this table yet. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here, Storpaw. After he rammed his head into the table, he started to twitch, and I was like, oh my god. Did he just fucking die? Oh no, he's okay. He's moving, his spine works. It was just the way he twitched. Oh, his neck's broken. Okay. Uh, all I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm just saying that our friendship's on the line. He, is just, just, he just watches the movie. So do I, 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 part in do, they, do I need to watch the whole thing? The whole movie? What? No, like each episode. Of Zenomac. Yeah. If, if you don't want to be my friend, then yeah. So I gotta watch all of Well, Chris, Chris. I'm, I'm, say, here's the I'm taking this seriously. No, no, no. no. We'll yeah. fucking do it. Look. I'll do it. Got, I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. You've got the time. I'll do it. The Nick Cage smile. You've got time to watch either one of them. If you want to watch Seminac, then that's the thing you're choosing. If you want to watch Triple R, then that's the thing you're choosing. you got to pick one of us. And the thing is, Whoa. <laughs> I, I, it's not, I'm not saying it's a competition thing. I'm saying, like, we should give him at least one option. You can choose. Do you want to go through the episodes? I'll do both. It's all the movies You've now. You've got work, man. You've got the videos you want to make. I'll fucking do it. I don't be- don't think you should. You've also got to watch the movie of this week. It's also true. You've also got to come here. I can do that with you guys, though. you got to watch, come here and watch Guardians 3. Or, or do you want me to watch it separately? I think it's important to watch it together. Yeah, it is. Well, then we should watch Triple R together. Movie night, both of them. When do you get off of work normally? Um, between 4.30 and 5. Okay. What's a good day for you? Um, What's happening? It's fucking Thursday, on air. Thursday and Friday. <laughs> All right, well... Fuck. And tomorrow night, technically, because I can watch Solo. <laughs> Saturday is for Zemanac. Uh, I need a whole day to do that. Um, it won't take long, to be honest. With you. Thursday, well, uh, Thursday might be the best day. I think I work eight hours that day, but I think we'll be fine. Okay. Okay. I think I'm off at like four. Okay. So that's a six-hour movie night. Possibly. I mean, Friday would work best because I don't have to be to work in the morning. I think I get off at six p.m. on Friday. Damn. So we split it into two then. If you want to. If you're down to. <laughs> 
if you, you're the one with the busier schedule at the in the evening than me, you're the one who barely has time to fit one or two movies in a week. I am trying to see everything. And if Guardian Three is in a movie theater, we might be able to see it in the theater. It might still. It might actually be I, a scenario. I, I already have a plan to see something tomorrow that I want to see, and I don't think you <clears> want to see it. But anyway, and so, I'm sure you want to see Blue Beetle at some point. I do. Well, I, I'm trying to watch them in order just so I don't miss one. In my, the own, in my no, 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 no. Like the movies that have come out. Oh. Like I just, I have my list. I'm just oh, being Oh, so what do you it. want to see next? Oppenheimer's next for me. God damn it. Um, as far as I know. Um, I haven't made any plans to do that. It's just, Guardians 3 is not in Probably, I'm, I want to see Oppenheimer and I want to see Barbie. Let's go right now. I have Jenny wants to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. I have Jenny wants to see Barbie. Um, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I watched. Alright, so Thursday and Friday, movie nights. Yep. Okay. Friday, I don't have any school. And you have not, which, have you not seen Guardians? No, have you seen Guardians? I've seen Guardians. So, you've seen both movies? Guardians and Triple R. Yeah, which one would you want to see on Friday? Mm, probably... <sighs> Probably Guardians because with Triple R we watched a lot of clips afterwards, or at least I did. So that movie is that movie is pretty. I've seen that movie a lot. Okay. Or so movie, Guardians Three is at the Cinema Grill, but it's only showing at like four o'clock. Can't do that. And it, yeah, I can't do that either. No, dude, come here. Yeah. We have we have big TVs. They have good. Well, then we can order waffle fries. I think fries. I have waffle fries in my freezer, so you can have them. We can make waffle fries. I'll be right back. With and some now. waffle fries. <laughs> um, so, any more, any more thoughts on Blue Beetle? Uh, hmm, maybe, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was just, I was... I wasn't expecting such an emotional like punch to it. I think it was more of just, like, just timing and circumstance for me and what I've been through. Um, I don't know how far I can go into it. That's fine. You don't have to. But um, I appreciate the spoiler three. Yeah. Are you a superhero? No. Okay. That's what a superhero is. Yeah, I'll leave it. Um, but like, yeah. So I knew it. it. Superhero. I wish I was superhero. That's fucking sick. Yeah. But that shit on your back, though. Like it's like it and talks to you like see yeah. I wish I was That was another thing I will say. I wish the suit talked to him a little more. Oh really? Yeah. Cause in um in any really the majority of the uh visual uh media of him, not just comics but like video right. and like yeah. movies. I heard there was a cartoon about it. Yeah. It, like it doesn't like you the audience never hears what the Beatles says to him, it's it's not like Friday or Jarvis in the right. man. It's just like he's like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Who, who fell in the well? What? It's like that's what so it's probably gonna I'll probably have to get used to it a little bit where it's like yeah. upgrade or something and he's That's exactly what it was like. It was like upgrade. I had that exact thought when I was watching. The trailer gave me that vibe. It's one hundred percent upgrade, but at a superhero level. Well, okay, so Venom. 85%. No, yeah, Venom. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. 
The superhero version of Upgrade. So Freaking Chuck Upgrade in there, too! Fine. So Upgrade is a villain, Venom is an anti-hero, and Blue Beetle's a hero. Yeah. Mm. Well, I guess, yeah, because it can't be Iron Man, because Iron Man made him. Yeah. The Beetle is, like, from another thing, another entity. Biological and mechanical. It's like Star Kid. Yeah, or Bionicle. So anyway, that's that's what I got. That's, yeah. that's stupid, though. The villain sucks. The, you're going to... It's Peter, awful. I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but the villain is 100% Bionicle. I just came to that conclusion. Yeah, it's, I know. It's a Bionicle. I, I saw a glimpse of him in the trailer, and then I saw a toy, like some Marvel... Le- not Marvel, rather, Legends. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, some toy DC, of him. Yeah. And I was like, that. this looks like a fucking Bionicle. Yeah. So, anyway... Let's take a break, guys. No, not an actual break. Why did you do that? He does it every time. It's okay. In the next shot, I'll be healed. Oh, my leg. Not a shot. My fucking ankle. Podcast. Oh. You take a break and come back. Okay. Well, in the next in the next segment, I will be completely healed, and I'll walk away, and I'll wave, and I'll hobble away, and I'll go. We have a doctor here. Do you want to use the doctor? No. Fuck you. Fuck you. No doctor. Okay. Are you my dad? Jesus. Uh, 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 no. TMI. The answer's no. no. The answer's TMI. no. TMI. TMI. Do you no. Know? Not your. Not like your father. No. Okay. I didn't want to. You said that. That was your. That was your on words. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, you seem genuinely sad. You know what? I, I just thought I, that you not want to go to the doctor mimicked what my dad actually did. No, that was okay, not like no, you just explained the joke. Yes, that yeah. was coincidental. I mean, gotcha. I did not want to mm. um, throw your your own father mm. under the bus like that. Oh, popcorn stuck in my teeth. Anyway, um, I will find him. I will kill him. You don't know where I live. Um, Within the there, there, it's we we've been. It's got that apartment. That we, we did the. <laughs> Last Airbender there and Dragon Ball Evolution. Fuck. And then there's another one, right? There's another one. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. So anyway, so little big fight. Little big They're both like a shade of purple right now. We're stalling. We are just stalling. We harmonized there. We did. That what we were also trying to do. I know nothing of this. I well, press, press play. Press, press play. Press play. Now. Uh, it's free on YouTube. So um, twice over. <clears throat> I know. I have known nothing of this. The only time it has ever been brought up to me is when Peter put on the put it on the wheel. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this, Peter. <laughs> in what context were you trying to say that in? <laughs> I beg your pardon, man. Just answer your question. I beg your pardon. Just answer your question. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can't. I'm so lost. That took me off guard the complete way. Yes! Derailed that. Stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. So, little big fun. Little big fun. Okay. 
I have known nothing of this. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I, I haven't even done it again. <laughs> no, once was enough. <laughs> once was enough, man. Um, we've only seen the trailer. That was from last week, after after we aired. Well, um, as a group, yes. But it, this is Peter's pick. Yes. Peter, as far as I understand, this is a movie you grew up with? I watched it... Um, it was very vivid. I remember, remember the clothes I was wearing. Yeah. And <laughs> it was on demand. And this was just a movie where my mom were like, mom and I were like, yeah, sure, little Bigfoot. That sounds uh, cute. <laughs> and even as a child, I was like, what is this? So is this the first? <clears throat> somebody I don't know. Somebody I follow uh, introduced this idea. Is this the first movie where you realized that movies could be bad? This was one of them. Okay. Because this was this was one of like the like fucking DVD movie things that I watched. And there were a couple VHSs that I got from the library that are this vibe. And I've saved those in the vault mm. for later. But <laughs> it was this one, it was a couple <laughs> other ones that I started to realize like Something's not right here, and I don't really understand why it's not right. I just know instinctively that this is not enjoyable for me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as a child, <laughs> I wish that was written on the card in a test screen by a five-year-old. I just knew. Instinctively, instinctively, that this was not enjoyable. <laughs> the little Willy Billy Thomas. <laughs> the little Billy Billy Thomas. <laughs> it, I think it was. Um, I think the the. I remember the car chases. I don't remember them. Uh, <laughs> I'm being honest here. It was like when we watched it that time, I didn't realize how many fucking car chases, but oh. they fur that further cemented into my memory than Oof. than Little Bigfoot <laughs> itself. I'm not surprised. So is it the case now that this is the movie that introduced you to horror movies? I re I remember being um, taken aback by the animatronics because that's when I started to like really notice that sort of stuff and yeah. like with Dark Crystal Labyrinth anything Jim Henson I was like this is wow you're able to like make creatures like f in real life this is right. so cool and then um, this was in that mix I don't think I honestly I don't think I was like freaked out by it I just thought it was like a weird looking creature and like I said the movies that I just said are really they have a lot of really fucking weird creatures in it so I didn't think that much of it. Now I see how just fucky it is. I don't know how else to describe it. How fucky it is. The mouth is... You might as well have just made it like an actual like hand puppet. Um, you mentioned how... So... Yeah, it's just... But the, I don't... I didn't remember... Uh, 
the amount of times that they just the kids just get caught over and over and over again. Yeah. Like it just it there there was too many times. I just it was getting deja vu in the same goddamn movie. So before we get too far ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. Alex. Yeah. If it's any good, I know you said you didn't find out a lot. Who is Art Camacho? All right. Well, I'll be honest. I didn't. There's not a lot of production notes, history about this movie, but I did learn a lot about. <laughs> Sorry, uh, earlier Frank took a shit right next to me, and I... Frank is our friend who sits quietly the whole time, says nothing, he eats Doritos. Uh, silently he eats Doritos. And uh, I turn around, and conveniently the litter box is right behind me, and in my head, because you guys were talking, in my head I said, put a tab in that. And then we continued, and then the, the waft of shit... <laughs> Crawled into my nostrils, and um, it was a time bomb. It was my a brain. good time bomb. It rotted my brain. Oh god! It gets to us eventually, but man. Oh, oh there it is. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. And now, now that hot steaming pile of shit, <laughs> literally is outside. Wait, the movie or the tour? Wow, that was the timing. That was timing. Like, woof. What a metaphorical time. <laughs> Alright, so Art Camacho. Art, Art Cam- Camacho. Camacho. <laughs> like Nacho. Camacho. Um, okay, so I learned a lot about this guy, more so than I did necessarily the film. And to be honest, when you learn more about this director, I gotta say, you kind of get a better understanding of how the film was made. Um, so Art Camacho uh, was born in California in uh, the Barrio. He was uh, born in the ghetto. Um, and at a very young age, he got into drugs and gangs, and he dropped out of school. And Bigfoot. <clears throat> and he, well, he, at the age of 16, three important things happened to him, um, to varying degrees. Uh, one, he f- saw Bruce Lee, he, well, he, ever since he was a child, he loved movies. Old movies, any movies, he just loved movies. And when you live in L.A., there's a lot of repertory theaters, so you can go to any kind of movie that's around at any time. And he eventually at one point went to go see a Bruce Lee movie and was like, I, I want to learn martial arts. I got to learn martial arts. This is amazing. I love it. I love Bruce Lee. I love this stuff. I love martial arts. And then also at 16, he got his ass mugged with stitches and everything by like five guys. Fuck. And he stayed in his house for about three weeks and he was terrified to go out. And then he started to get really fucking mad. He just was like, I know martial arts, you know what, next time this happens to me, uh, I, I may not be able to get all of them, but if I can make one person not walk away from that fight, then I did my job right. And he just was thinking down this path that he didn't like anymore, and then he started to realize that that wasn't what he wanted to do anymore, and he just was like, I, I like the idea of Bruce Lee. I like the idea of this guy um, being an actor and in movies, and he goes, you know what, uncle, I think I want to be an actor, and his uncle goes... Miho, you are fat, ugly, and untalented. Get a real job. I don't want to see you suffer. <laughs> it's the opposite of, like, the Fablemans. <laughs> yeah. So, 
The reverse Fablemans. Oh my god. It's nuts. I would almost wow. want to watch the Fablemans with you. I'm, I would almost want to watch the Fablemans with you other than Triple R, but Triple R it is. That is the cold, cold honest. Cold, honest truth. And Damn. he's like, screw this. <laughs> and well, he kind of feels what his uncle's saying, and he kind of goes down this path of like, well, I need a job, and maybe I'll go back to school. And so he needs books and everything, and he gets a job at a um, uh, Orange Julius. <clears throat> and he, because it's such a okay. shitty environment, no, nobody's taking it seriously, and there's a lot of slackers, and they don't last long. Within three weeks, he's uh, put up to a lead. Within like a month or two, he's a manager, because there's just no one else to pick from that's good enough for the job. Eventually, wow. he starts hiring people around to learn his job and do that, and then he would just go into work, clock in, put money in the till, and sit in the bathroom and read comics all day. The dream. The dream. <laughs> now, something oh, wow. happened Something happened up to this point, also. he The thing that probably got him into... Uh, one of the things that also got him into acting and performing, the idea of it, is he saw uh, the movie Jesus Christ Superstar. And he fell in love with it. He fell in love with the musical. He fell in love with the story. And he fell in love with the live performance of it. And he met the guy who played Jesus Christ named Ted Neely. And Ted Neely goes, never give up on your dreams. Always dream. Aww. Never stop dreaming. And it also, it also at that point, Chris, um, it, it birthed his like concrete idea of what his spirituality was. So God's very important to him. Uh, wow. First podcast I ever listened to was him on a um, Christian-related podcast. Mm. Tell him one of the stories I'm going to tell This later. guy's been on a goddamn journey. Oh, I'm not even fucking done yet. Damn. <laughs> this is one of many stories. So when he's sitting on that toilet one day reading comic books at work, he's like, I'm already, I'm already a has-been. I'm already washed up. If I, if I don't do anything now, I'm going to spend the rest of my life sitting on a toilet reading comic books. And he goes, I, he, he immediately quit his job. And he started to follow his dream. And a month later, he was living out of his car, thinking, if I was still sitting on that toilet reading comic books, I'd be happy. And he still understands that to this day. He's like, if you want to chase your dream, it's going to be hard. It's going to suck. You're not going to be happy. And it's going to embed an anxiety in you that's never going to go away. Or you could sit on that toilet reading comics and being happy. But he chases his dream regardless. <clears throat> he goes back to school, gets a GED. And he finally starts to get on a couple of sets. And he's also done a few other things. Like, he's worked in TV. Uh, he's a hustler, man. Hustle culture before hustle culture. Uh, and he's, like, worked in TV stations, so he understands how camera works and stuff like that. Eventually, he gets on a movie set. And um, he's doing extra work. He's just kind of around. And he starts hanging around with the stunt people because he loves martial arts. And he's big. So they're like, why don't you start hanging out with more with the stunt people? And then some people are like, well, why don't we give you a stunt job? And he's like, all right, well, I'll get a stuntman job. And he gets a job where he's in a movie where a guy kicks him in the stomach and he goes flying against a wall. But he realizes, ah, oh, I should probably lift myself a little bit before I get that kick and get prepared more. And then he gets a second kick. It's a little bit higher. He's more prepared for it. He goes flying. And then the third time, the guy kicks him directly in the throat. He goes flying back. But he's, done, he's prepared now. He learns how to fly back now. So the throat kick really doesn't hurt him that much. And he lands on the ground and he stays still because you stay still until they say cut. And he just lays there for what he feels is like years. And he's like, 
I gotta get up. I have to get up. And when he starts to get up, he sees everyone around him is surrounding him because they're all thinking he's dead. And they're all like, why didn't you get up? He's like, I just didn't want to ruin the take. And they're like, wow. So later in the movie, <laughs> they think, oh, wow, we need a really good stuntman. Well, let's get that one guy who we can kick all day and won't complain. He gets on another set. He starts helping choreograph things. He starts choreograph. Uh, they, someone goes, well, you, you understand what you're doing a little bit more. Why don't you choreograph this fight? So he gets that done. They give it to him. He's like, cool. And then in that process, they're like, well, we also need a bunch of people for the fight. So why don't you get as many people as possible? So he starts getting as many people as possible while at the same time choreographing an idea of how this fight might work. Well, I'm sorry. They didn't ask him to choreograph the fight. He did that on his own. They asked him to get the people. And he gets the people but realizes how many there are and that they're not going to get paid and they're going to be there for 12 hours uh, and he wants to make sure these people that know him aren't going to hate him after this entire experience. So he starts finding a way to choreograph the fight for the most efficiency as possible. And he gives it to the director and the director starts laughing. And he does not like that. And he goes, well, fine, whatever. And he's like, well, what do you think? Do you want to direct one day? And he goes, yeah, I want to direct one day. And he's like, all right. And so he leaves, and then he comes back to his uh, uh, trailer the next day, and the guy's like, well, the boss has a job for you in a week. And he's like, what? He's like, he has a directing job for you in a week. And he's like, oh, my God, really? And he's like, yeah. He likes what you did. So he directs a movie called The Power Within. The Power Within is kind of like a, it's a combination of Karate Kid and Spider-Man. Maybe Teen Wolf. A kid is... There's two rings, that twin rings. One's been in a museum forever. One's been found somewhere. And each of them give the wearer's power. When the person who wears them together, they're invincible. And so Billy Zapka... Billy Zapka from fucking um, uh, Karate Kid and all that is the bad guy. And he's fantastic. And uh, this little kid from like, I don't know. Uh, he's like, he was in a movie called Magic Kid or something. I've never heard of. But he was also, the director was also involved in that. And so they make this movie, and it's very Spider-Man-ish in the sense that when he gets powers, he starts to utilize them to fight bullies and stuff like that. See, see if this reminds you of anything. He has martial arts classes already, but he gets his ass kicked by a bunch of guys, and then he's afraid and terrified. But then he gets the ring, and he gets his power, and so he can fight bullies off and everything, and so his master's like, you should use this power for great responsibility. It's basically all the things that have wow. happened to the director in his life. And all the comic books he loves, and all the movies he loves, have been implied into this one film. And it's actually really good. It's a ripoff of a lot of things, Star Wars even, but like, it's really good. Um, in terms of, once you know about the director, it really works. This is the second movie he made. And then he made the sequel, he made a movie in between this and the sequel, which is another action movie which people like more, and then he made the sequel of like a year later. Um, and then... He would go on to make a few more things. Um, he would work all the way up until about 2003. He would get like awards and stuff. Well, I'm sorry, not up until 2003, but up until 2003, he was very much respected in his field. In the 90s, he would work with like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Sidney Rothschild. Like, uh, um, he worked with Dolph Lundgren. He's worked with all the big people from the 90s. And um, by 2007, the writer's strike happens and the uh, recession happens and he can't find work at all. He can't find work, period, for years. He eventually finds himself trying to find jobs in like grocery stores, convenience stores. He finds a job in a Home Depot warehouse. He's just doing his job one day and his boss walks up and they're like, yeah, 
Art. Hey, how you doing? Oh, um, boy. the bathroom is covered in shit, so we're gonna need you to get on that real quick. Yeah, my Thanks. Yeah, my and so he grabs his, he grabs his stuff. He goes to the bathroom. He starts cleaning his shit, and he has a massive, massive humiliating like not not a humiliating, but a moment of humility. And he starts to check his own ego. He's like, I used to work with like the best people in Hollywood. I used to think I was the best guy in the world. I used to think I was the shit. Now I'm cleaning the walls right now. There's literally no difference between what I'm doing right now and that guy there. And I shouldn't sit here and think that there is one. Like, I need this job. Wow. And he's sitting, he's like, that again reaffirmed my faith in God. Just this moment. And he worked real hard. He like was almost going to get an assistant manager position at that job. But then things started coming back and he started getting work again. He started working a lot more and he got jobs on like shows like Banshee, which I loved. And he just, he, he did really good work for a bit. Then he started directing his own movies again. In 2016, he directed a movie called Assassin X. And I watched some of that. I didn't like it. <laughs> it it's, um... It, he's using like, but some kind of like digital method to recreate what Tony Scott would do with like the like frame jarring and like mm. acid watch, and it just looks, it looks computerized and awful and like mm. disgusting to look at. But in 2020, he made a TV show for El Rey, which is Robert Rodriguez's show. Mm. You can see all six episodes on Tubi. And they are basically like what Scott Akin does, but for martial artists. The first episode, he's just talking to some amazing women who have been both in the field of film and uh, martial arts in general. And they're just, uh, the interviews are great. He's like, he talks about himself a little bit what he's done, but the whole point is to highlight the other people. He also has action scenes within the show. Like, it's a really good, wow. like, six episodes of what this guy loves. He put in as much as he wanted. And then... Um, he made a movie for Russia in, I think, 2021 that was about uh, soccer being, uh, a soccer team being formed in, like, the early 1900s. It's the best-looking thing I've seen him do. I would actually be kind of interested in seeing this thing if I kind of, if, if I could watch it anywhere. The camera's better. It just looks better. Um, it just, it seems like what would happen if you gave this guy more money. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know how he got it. But I, I'm interested. And he hasn't worked since, as far as I can tell. But he is pretty active on Facebook about, like, martial arts. He's basically centered his entire network to Facebook. So if you want to get in touch with him or learn anything about him, go there. Mm -hmm. But he's a hustler man. He's a Latin hustler. I am very impressed by the man in general. He seems like a good guy. He seems like he's tough as a director in terms of getting stuff out of people, but he's never just like, come on, you fucking stupid idiot. Like, do your job. He's more like, come on, come on, you can do it. Fucking do it. Come on, you got it. It's in you. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, don't be a whip. Don't be a woman. Let's go. Like, like normal Wait, fucking, like, like normal, like, uh, I don't think that's good. I think that's toxic in a little bit, in a little bit of a way, but it's the kind of shit you hear when you're like wrestling or like pumping iron stuff. Like, come on, you little baby. Let's go. Like, it's it, the it, uh, don't be a woman part that took me off guard. It's the, it's, it's what you expect from men like that. Gotcha. But they never look at them and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking stupid idiot. Like, people are waiting for you. Like, fucking do your job. Like, they, he never does that. But he did have a bit of a tough side to him that was like... He doesn't sit around and he's not like, why aren't you guys having the same speed as me? But he can get a movie done pretty quickly. He can think of a story in like 45 minutes and come up with a movie. And which is why you can kind of see the movies are the way they are. 
Like, I, uh, there's one technique. I mean, we did notice several things about him as a style. For one thing, he likes to push things into the camera or push the camera into things and then move it back, and that's the transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, for men, it looks like Bob's ballet or Roman's breasts. Uh, uh, for in the car. Uh, there's so much the more, car. dude. The back of the kid's shirt to the other guy's front of the shirt, like just all over the place. For a man that loves a lot of old films, he seems pretty comfortable shooting in four three. But he also, I mean, there's like there is sometimes Chris in the beginning where you're like, okay, there's some um, energy to this. There's some like. There's some thought here in some of this stuff. And I do think, like, considering the money, the time, and the effort, I think what he's doing is making as much as possible with the most he has. I don't think there's coverage because I think he's like, let's just fucking go. I don't have the time. We have people for only a limited amount of time. We have to go. And I don't think he means it in a mean way. I think he's like, I'm taking advantage of the most that I can. And we've got this suit for how long? We've got this actor for how many days? We can only do this much. We've got a bunch of stunt drivers. I can feel 20, like 30% of this movie can be just stunt driving. Let's do it. Like, and especially at the time of like DVD rentals and stuff like that. This is a guy who loved making movies. And I think in some cases he got them right. Do I think that he made a good kids movie? No, I don't even think the second one is a good kids movie. And that's even, I'll explain that here in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but in terms of this, it like did well on DVD sales enough for him to make a sequel. And the sequel is about... Okay, so at the opening of that movie, Little Bigfoot and his mom are running away from a helicopter and trucks immediately chasing it and knowing where it is. <laughs> shoots the mom. Somebody snitched. Shoots One the of mom, those three I snitched. Uh, shoots the mom with a dart and she falls off a cliff and dies. <laughs> That's the opening of the movie. And what? Little Bigfoot is then now forced to be an orphan in the middle of the woods. Uh, then you cut to that's a family. Villain, that's a villain the origin story right there. You, you cut to a family. There are two kids, an older boy, a younger girl, and the boy's best friend. And their dad. Their dad doing a shitty Albert Brooks impression the entire time. And just quipping at his kids rather than getting anything done. Um, uh, yes, Chris? Um, is the best friend black? No. Damn it. Sorry, buddy. You'll get him next time. He looks white. He may may have a little bit of color. I've got a hammer. I know I got a set of nails. He's he's. And I'm ready to go. Crucify someone. That's what it takes for them to learn the lesson. (laughs) So they they go out to they go out to the uh, then there's their dad. They go out. The dad's a workaholic. He's always on his phone. That's the thing he's got to learn not to be on his phone. And so. He uh, they he decides to take his kids out camping. Um, in one of the funniest jokes I'd say in the movie that I liked is that the dad is on the phone while they're driving. They're like well into driving, and the daughter is in the front seat again. Uh, and then the the two older boys are in the back. And it's a different family, right? A different family. And then at some point, the guy gets off his phone and he's like, "Ah, oh, okay." He turns around and goes, "What the." is your best friend doing here? And I was like, that's pretty funny. You didn't recognize he was in the car the entire time because you're on the phone. That's kind of funny. That's the only thing I laughed at, really. And then... Um, well, you know he's my best friend? Exactly. Uh, and so they get out there. Little Bigfoot finds the kids. And then for about 40 minutes of the movie, Little Bigfoot and the kids are just trying to hide themselves from the dad while there's a group of men like trying to find the Bigfoot and the baby. They're like looking for Big Feet. 
And so they're also <laughs> they're a big thing. But they own the land, and the only way that they can do this is because they own the land. But if they can, if people can prove that there's been some sort of native heritage oh on God, that land, God. then they can kick them off the land, and it becomes a natural like historical list. So the bad guys are trying to hunt Bigfoot on land that they bought, but they bought illegally and are keeping a secret that they have illegally. And then there's these kids trying to hide little Bigfoot and the dad being an asshole the whole time. And then the bad guy has hired a native, like, a bounty hunter to go looking for it. Even he's like, this is a mystical, magical creature, Bigfoot. We shouldn't try to kill him. And he's like, well, here's more money. And he's like, all right, let's go look for him some more. Let's go. And they go looking for him. And uh, it's just awful forever. It's even more, like, you get more little Bigfoot and it's more kids, and it's worse. It's a worse movie. It's fucking worse. And then, uh, and <laughs> they get to the end. They finally get an opportunity where the bad guys can uh, get to Little Bigfoot, and then um, kids finally have them. They're, they're, they find like this native place and everything. The native bounty hunter finds him, and he's got the dark gun on him, and he goes, Sasquatch! And the whole movie just goes, ah! And the kids are like, don't do it. It's magical. You know it. What, like the white best friend is like, like well, I'm not doing it. And he's like speaking native language to him. I'm like, this fucking movie is weird. And so the the native bounty hunter goes, no, I can't do it. And he decides not he's to do magical. it. His boss shows up and he goes, well, you can't do it. He's like, no, I won't. I can't let you do it. And then the boss just takes the gun from him and shoots little Bigfoot in the back and he falls off a cliff. And the, the bad guy's like, ah, oh, oh. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And he's like, ah! like, like the in oh, the game's, like his soul on the inside shatters. With the native guys, like you did that, so you're forever gonna be this, feel this way. And he's like, ah! Oh, 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 no! And so they run over. Little Bigfoot is just like passed out in the bottom of the rocks. And, <laughs> and not dead. No, the native guy runs over and he's like, "I ah, find the kids are like, ah, and then uh, little Bigfoot, <laughs> little Bigfoot runs away because because the sheriff the whole time also knows that there are Bigfoot around, and he's like, "We'll let it go." It's the and same sheriff. No, different sheriff. The sheriff is the actor who plays the dad of the family on Happy Days. So they're relying on the fact that he's like a well-known dude. Uh, and this is the, again, the late 90s, so 70s famous guy playing a cop over here. Uh, and he's like, well, well, Little Bigfoot will be fine. And Little Bigfoot runs off and he finds other big feet. He finds a community of big feet. And they are, like he's not an orphan anymore and he gets to run off and fucking movie over. Over. So like, he's healed well, the miraculously? Dad, the, yeah, again, he's... Well, he was shot with a dart and fell, but I guess he didn't fall that hard. Just but, like... Okay. <laughs> it's hard to tell whether he got knocked out or whether the dart knocked him out but like they told the dad and the dad helps him and there's a, um, again three to four car chases in that movie you're kidding the kids drive a lot in that movie the dad's distraction is to drive and run off so like while they're doing all the stuff at the end with him getting shot by the dart they just keep cutting to the dad in a car chase that means nothing goes nowhere it's the worst and uh, but yeah, but that's that's what the sequel is. And they never made another one again. Bummer. Like they just got the best out of those suits as they could, and then just chucked them. Probably for the best. Probably for the best. I, okay, so I would say I've never heard of this. I have 
Uh, well, I'm sorry. I've never seen this, but I have heard of it from the best of the worst on Red Letter Media. I've seen that episode from years ago, and I just didn't remember it. Because mm-hmm. this is one of many Sasquatch movies they've done over Red Letter Media. I bet. Um, and a lot out there. Yeah, there's a bunch. And there's too much. There's a there's a one called Suburban Sasquatch that we would love. It's one of the cheapest looking high school looking things that's ever been like sold at a DVD store. Uh, it's fantastic. But that that's the only thing I've ever heard of this. So I was interested where you were pulling this out of, and I'm not surprised that there are memes about it because that like there are a couple of good shots of the animatronics here so, like that looks like little Bigfoot just like masturbating or mm-hmm. something with like the grossest face in the world. Oh yeah. There's a couple of those moments that really, really are memeable, so I'm not surprised. But I've never seen it. There's a couple of vibes I get from here. In the, for, uh, the cheapness of it, including the mom's acting, reminds me of Troll 2 a little bit. The like small town, woodsy stuff, family going there on vacation. Yeah. Um, it's, there is some E.T. in here, even the fact that they're like, let's go look for aliens. There's the little sister who's a friend with the thing. But this reminds me the most of Lost Boys. Mm. The most. Like, a single parent moves into town. Yep. The guy's trying to date her. They just run around and do shenanigans. Yeah, there's a supernatural element, but, like, she's never <laughs> watching him. Natural. <laughs> I got that, too. Uh, and, like, it's the Lost Boys, but if it wasn't vampires. This is big time, baby. It's big time, baby. I, I I am shocked at how little this is actually about Little <laughs> Bigfoot, considering Little Bigfoot oh is basically God. enacting the movie after Holy Earth. shit. With Will Smith. Like, it's basically the movie after Earth for Little little Bigfoot. You have to go get the thing. Yeah. Pinecone? No. The, the moment... No. Okay, so this movie... To me, once I lo- I learned everything about art before I watched this, so I was way more sympathetic in terms Come of what you. this was. The director. A- and yeah. I, I, the moment Little Bigfoot gave the pine cone, I was like, you fucking stupid piece of shit. What the fuck is wrong? Like, I started getting angry. Like, I started really getting angry. Because, like, I was enjoying the aspect that the, everyone had a story. Everyone had something going on. Even if it never gets finished or to have any tie, I like the fact that he tried to give everyone something to do. But the moment Little Bigfoot gives that pine cone, I was like, you fucking, that's dumb. That's really dumb. You're, that's not food, and you know that's not food. But it I smells would, great, though. No, I would punch, I would punch it my own child in the face with the little great. bit of strength I had in my Sasquatch hand. Anyway. That's not the moment. Like paint. That's not the moment that turned me though. The moment I was like, genuinely like this movie really blew me away is when he tells Little Bigfoot to run away. Fuck you, fucking! I hate you. And he starts hitting him with a pine cone, and Little Bigfoot's like genuinely like, ugh. That never gets fixed. Little Bigfoot thinks you hate him. Yeah, the whole time they don't get that resolved, do they? They just no. run off. And he also makes it clear that the little girl that does love you can't fix this, so you can't hang with the I little love girl. You, no. No, 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 you don't get that anymore. Get the fuck away from us. And little Bigfoot is like, please help me. My mom is dying. Is she though? Please help me. My mom is dying. And the mom is probably not dying, but is She's she wounded. though? I'm wounded. 
She like 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 Red Letter Media said she's like half dying, falling on a oh, she's the red. But like she she's like twitching and shit and like groaning and moaning. Like it's more than just a bullet wound. It, they made it feel like something bad was gonna happen. Well, and she was being shot with like twelve eight well, inches. Well, once she got and then, shot at. Man. Then when Little Bigfoot stepped in the bear trap, I was like, this entire third act stepped things up to a level that reminded me of the dropping the crystal. In <laughs> I was so upset. That was my Santo. That was my Santos muscles dropping crystal. I was like, third act twist. Here we go, baby. And I wanted him to shoot Little Bigfoot so fucking bad in the back of the head, and he didn't. I was so mad. And but that twist and shit is pretty great. But Red Letter Media points it out. The veterinarian should help yep. them. She's just not there. And never fucking does. And she just shows up after the fact. Like we, she's literally just standing next to everybody. We don't even see the scene where they convince the sheriff of everything that's happened. He just hauls her ass to jail. Yeah, that's it. And then she convinces them with her charm and the fact that she knows the sheriff for years charm it was a double team sweet with Pete with Peter and the sheriff Dick whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 I'm sorry no. not Peter I'm sorry the older brother I've got the a girlfriend the older brother gotta go okay. got a girlfriend okay. what's her name uh, she's pretty she's pretty she has great hair anyway the, uh, I um, thought this was I was way more kind on this because I knew Art's story but I do think that this is very boring Except for a lot of funny moments. That, like, there's not enough little Bigfoot for me to laugh at that animatronic. And there's too much of it in the second one for me to care that much anymore. Because everything else around Is it is the so same scary. exact puppet? It's the same, yeah. That's why they made it. Damn. Because the, they still have There's some stuff. life left in it. Um, so what'd you think, Chris? I'm going to build escalation. You're going to escalate building? Yes. Um... I'm going to build to a very important thing that I think I, <clears throat> I think I, I think I picked up what you were putting down while we were watching this. Hmm. Um, so, <sighs> where do I freaking start? So, the kids really don't have an arc. You can't, to me, you cannot have like an annoying piece of shit character and not have them have an arc. Well, I There's mean, no satisfaction. Well, I, I'm investing my time in nothing. I, I think I think they wanted the kids to be precocious, but they turned out to just look like assholes. But I also don't think they have arcs because I don't think they have a starting point. Because the starting point with, that, with their mom is that they're just little fucking precocious kids that she can't handle. But the it feels like the mom has to learn to like her kids or trust her kids more. I don't There's know. also the mom. Like, the mom's on something. Because something's got to happen if your kids can get out of the house you want to and for you is? not to drinks on the side. It's called grief. From her. That's right. They're like for her freaking... From her dead husband. Yeah. That just gets that mentioned once and then... And then it's never touched. Well, that's the whole point of E.T. When we watch E.T. Yeah. one day, we'll get to it, but e., like Spielberg put a lot of his father into E.T. And they never come it. back to it, though. They, I mean, they do As say... As like a character it, point. They say it in the film, 
that it occurs, but it isn't something that it, it's just a way of letting you know that the dad's not there and that it's also an E.T. remake. <laughs> I feel like those are the only two reasons. They don't do anything with it. They don't do anything with half the things they set up here. It's like Twin Peaks or a soap opera. Like, none of this stuff is going to go anywhere, but maybe they killed Laura Palmer? Who knows? Like, maybe. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. Is, is any of this going to lead somewhere? No. Like, um, when they're on the boat and the, and the girlfriend's like, ooh, oh my the God. new guy looks cute. The one time you see that woman's face. And you're like, well, maybe she's going to go after him. He's First and last. his girlfriend. But First no, and last. he never interacts with that guy again until the very end. Until the very end. And even that guy is trying to cheat on his girlfriend, but that doesn't go anywhere either. You guys were watching the movie when he doesn't kill the deer. You're like, oh, he has a compassion boner for the girl he likes. I'm like, nope. Conscious you're gonna see that. Never gonna Conscious see that shit. Conscious boner is a band name, and I just think yep. uh, I just <laughs> said. Right I just said. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a, minute. a, that's a genre. Christian, Christian genre. band. Christian rock. No. Yeah. So, boner. Yeah. No. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're fans of growing pains. I just think that. No. It's like no, 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 no. It's like it's like NF. He like he is Christian, but that's not what his content. Ex Christian band. No. Former Christian band that was called Conscious, and now they're called Conscious Boner. No. <laughs> No. That's the answer. You're not making any sense. It. Yeah, you heard it. You heard it. Uh, anyway, I, that's what I think. Like that doesn't go anywhere. You think all that stuff is gonna add up to something? It doesn't. Like he, he's flirting with the veterinarian chick. Doesn't go anywhere. Like they never. Like her and the guy going on the date with the sheriff doesn't do anything. None of it means anything. Right. It's not about little Bigfoot. No. But I will say this. The bad guy is really good. I really like Yeah, that. I was getting like a... I was feeling the same way towards him that I did with uh, Susan, Susan Sarandon and Blue, and Blue Beetle. Like, like you're having fun? Yeah, like I was having fun. It was just like... I hate this guy. This, this empire that he's built in nowhere and out of a logging company. That's another thing. It's just like... All they did was chop down the wrong trees at first. That's really what it was about. No, they stabbed a baby bear in the back. No, then it was that. No, they were doing... Who knows when they did that shit? They've probably murdered human beings yeah, they've been, to do this. they've been murdering animals left and right is the point. That reminded me of Holes. That reminded me of Holes. I haven't holes. seen Holes in a long time. Wow, like, good call. Like, when... Ugh. Like, they were just keeping all these guys in this like very isolated area and like people have died. I was like, yeah, that's Holes. Um, oh god, the zoom in, yeah, on the zoom in on the Spielberg Jaws like Dolly Zoom because like they hide it for so long, you don't see his face for so 39 minutes. It takes 39 minutes before that little Bigfoot shows up, and the fit and they make the most of it when they pull in, they're like, Here you go, you wanted it. So, um. Man, okay, here's what I have to say about the whole coverage thing. It's like, okay, I understand you have to make do with what you have. Making movies is hard, especially when yeah. you're cheap, but yeah, you. this is why, yeah, it's bad. Not honestly, good. honestly, it's just like, it really, it got to the point for me, whereas it didn't really seem like, there were parts of it where it was like, you don't really care about this, do you? You don't really care about what you're making here. I think he cares about making something... I think he cares about making... He cares about the car chases, to an extent. I, I 
I do think there are things that excite him more, but I think at this point he uh, had been in the process of making movies all together that he was like, I'm just trying to make a movie. I'm trying to make a movie. This isn't he the did. Movie. This isn't the movie he that he probably did. wanted to make. They probably hired him to make this. And he doesn't talk about this in any of the fucking interviews. I wonder why. They'll talk about him wiping shit off of a wall, but they won't talk about this movie. So there you go. I wonder why. But I do think that... He, I think he wanted everyone to do a good job. I, that's why I said earlier that like the best stories I probably get from this is people going like, yeah, we had to cut corners and it was cheap and the studio was cheap, but at the same time, like, I had fun. You know, we made a movie. It just, it didn't come across to me like this was made with any genuine passion, really. It just really is a soulless thing that they just tried to shit out so they can make money off of whatever popular kids movie was probably playing at the time. I don't um, think anything like this was popular at the time. Also, I don't think it's been specifically... There's never a time. There's never enough time. Um, I don't think it's been properly said so far. I don't think adequately. Holy fucking shit, that fucking suit. Yeah, it's pretty awful. The face is terrifying because mm-hmm. the mouth is just drooling and it curls in ways. That he doesn't like, even blink uh, consistently. Like, like it's very just, or even all the way. It's just kind of like squints and then. The his, yeah, his really eyes are dead. too big uh, to and blink too slowly and too little, like not enough in the day for them to be moisturized. Like they would be marbles. Probably feel like marbles. It's just his so. His mouth isn't even watering. It's just his upper lip that's always wet. That yeah, dolly zone. Stop. That dolly zoom, fuck! That dolly zoom is probably printed into my brain. Yeah, like, yeah I'm dude. That it's I, that's pretty gross, but so is when he gets his foot in the bear trap. Like that is that's the memeable moment. No, the memeable moment is when the mom collapses in the log. That like, is that was the one funny. where Red Letter Media the us. They that, that was very part. funny, but also like the thing that I got that like it has to be <laughs> the it has to be the like. Humping air to get its foot out. <laughs> it's so gross looking. Kids giving him on the pine cones. Only the upper lip. It's. I don't know if it was his snot coming down from his nose. It was just moisturizing oh. his upper lip, or if he was like licking his mouth. Gross. He had like a really bad like head congestion. Yeah, he was like he just like. Ugh. Ugh. His Sasquatch impressions are just, just getting to me. Um. So what a fucking pine-coated chapstick, you fucking idiot! So there were about like four car chases. I don't know if we they were four. Count. They were four. Um. So here, <laughs> <laughs> there were okay. So technically, there was four car chases, but then there were two more other scenes with the car stunts that were that involved car stunts. Yeah, the mom drifting the giant van. Mm-hmm. True, which I thought was impressive. Um, so there's a lot of just car shit in general that they were that they did. He should have made a Fast and Furious movie. And it all honestly, yeah, no, people, people, I again like his put, fighting in the power within more, and I think I like his '90s action more probably. Um, yeah, I, I don't like the kids. The mom's <laughs> like freaking. She's a ditz. She's yeah. just an airhead. She's grieving, but like. Seriously, like, um, like, probably Matt McCoy was probably, like, 
I liked him. Yeah, he was. I like him. Right. I kind of like the Baywatch chick. Also, we're talking about the the. We're talking about the suits eyes, like the all the bad guys had suits something wrong with their eyes. eyes, except for the main guy. There's one guy who kind of had like this going on. The one one eye the obviously eye. didn't. Then work. one guy didn't. Then one guy had an whole eye patch. It looks like somebody had a stroke or a pretty bad heart attack, yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, one guy was actually visibly impaired. Um, or not, and they just made him that way. One guy had tinted glasses, which means light sensitivity. Yeah. Um, it was the bad eye gang. Yeah. There's the. <laughs> the vision impaired. That's the band name. <laughs> the vision impaired loggers. Vision impaired loggers. I wouldn't trust them for shit, man. Yeah. That's like a country... It's like a Philip K. Dick short story. Vision impaired loggers. No, I was thinking like like a makeshift country band. Like they're the ones who made the I hate rap. Where the vision I impaired loggers... Wait, what? Ah, I, I hate rap. I was going to say you no, 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 like... You e- like rap. Uh, Peter, you like rap. Yeah. No, you like it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but, you're talking, but you're talking about what? I. No, you... Like in your head. Oh, I mean... I know. Like the eyes that are in your so head. So you're talking right now. about you individually and the person you're E Y E spells. You? No, it spells what, Chris? <laughs> I. And the, no, it spells what? I. Eyes. I. Y E S. And what does Y E S spell? E I E S? Y E S. Yes. Yes. Peter, he can't fucking read. It spells yes. He couldn't read he couldn't read your class sheet. Gotcha, bitch! Yes. yes. Anyway. Yeezy? Um I love Yeezy. Why are there so many pine cones in this movie? I'm telling you, it should have let the there are so many just like full circle things that they could have done. Not At full least circle. To this nothing. Is, this is, this is anti circle. this is anti this is kind of full circle of the it's movie. Blue balls. Blue balls the movie. <laughs> In fact, in fact, in Red Letter Media, they call it Little Bigfoot Blue Balls because they were talking about the vet. They're like, she never does anything. It's Blue Balls. And that's what it is. It's Incomplete Circle, the movie. Blue Balls, Cocktail. I really hope that like, the pine cones like, would have led something. Like Maybe the pine cones maybe would have slipped all the trucks in like, one turn. You need to thank the person. Like, it would have done something. How something the hell would they have collected beer? enough pine cones to avalanche a truck into being destroyed? Something, Alex. Is, they would not have gotten something. the time and effort to collect enough pine the cones. The movie's bad enough already. It doesn't need to make any of that sense. We need, need something about with the pine cones. I'm talking about the practicality of doing it. We need to appreciate it. No funny. We of need course, guys, 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 guys. We need to appreciate the people. Damn it. The I one person. The one person who actually like collected all those pine cones together. That's what we need to appreciate. Because there was someone that was paid that walked through the fucking forest and picked up all the big pine cones and it's put them in the It's a trash bag, man. It's a trash bag. Whatever it was. are like one trash bag's worth of fucking pine cones. Yeah, and they had to find them. Afternoon, man. So. Um, what afternoon? The bad guy. I liked. Crane shots. Sheriff. Overused, Sheriff. Crane <laughs> um, shots overused. The pudding. The bad guy looks like a chubbier Colin Mockery. Um, I will say this: I like his use of lighting. In all of his movies, he actually understands how to use light. He's good back, like backlit. Yeah, he like, throws sure. some dust into light pretty good. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is the big thing. So, remember when during? So I remember during this movie, I was commenting. He's like. Shouldn't this be a little more whimsical? Because there's a, 
it's like supposed to be a kids movie about little Bigfoot. It's supposed to be about children. Hey, and then question, I don't you? got that. I got that. The light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. That an important question that this movie does not answer. Who is this for? Who is this for? Who is this for? Who is this fucking for? It wasn't for me when I was a wee lad and like confused. there is so little little Bigfoot. Is it for Dodge? Very little, is little it for Bigfoot. is it for Dodge Ram enthusiasts? Because there was a lot of Dodge Rams. You know what? I gotta agree. If you like trucks, oh, I said sponsored like, I, during the movie. I said sponsored by Dodge. If you are a little kid and you like trucks and stuff, like this movie is. Yeah, that's why I didn't print it into your brain. Because like trucks. Didn't even like that shit as a kid. There are kids that love it, man. I liked I liked the Hot Wheels make believe monster trucks that were like futuristic. <laughs> they had like cannons on them. I didn't like normal cars. Cause are you supposed to relate to those kids? No, even as I don't, man. Those kids are the worst. I I did not relate like, to that child as a kid. Besides the cop and maybe the veterinarian, who's relatable here? I think the cop and the vet are great. They're phenomenal. Do you want... Like, they're great. I actually they're, they're have great a good people. answer they're for They're fantastic you. people. Okay. The dog is the audience's surrogate. <laughs> the dog. Dragged around Be- this entire <laughs> fucking movie. I agree. Tired of all this neck. shit. By the fucking neck. You know what? <laughs> Shout out to that dog. Shout out to that dog. Great Get recipes. his doornails down. Happy to be so. <laughs> I does not look happy to be there. Ever. Jesus Christ. Um, what was the point that that dog is the is the visual representation yeah. of this movie? Goes nowhere, does nothing, helps no one. It's just it's just there. There. It's just is there. it for animal lovers? Because it's called Little Bigfoot. Yes. Do you need an actual animal in there? I guess, but Jesus. There's a vet who cares about that stuff. Make it the bad guy's dog. But she doesn't help the mom. Make, the, make it the vet's dog. And and almost. Like National Geographic style shoots, like deer. Like there's shots of deer. There's shots of there's a shot of uh, an uh, an alive bear. Yeah. Walking around. Nah, yeah. Not not a, not a person. So there were like bear suit and shots of just like yeah, we're in the woods. Here's some here's an animal. It could have been stock footage in the woods. No, because that deer came back. It was the same oh, exact the same deer. deer. It was the same. It deer. was the same fucking deer. Just that the, that the son grew a conscience over shooting. Because the vet. No, but he was standing right in front That's of that. That's that deer. Look, that. No, he's just right standing is, in front of that, yeah. I'm talking about earlier in the movie when they're just showing animals. But yeah, oh, yeah there's no person. That could just be knows. stock footage. This, the, if you can't answer, you can't answer to me who is this for. You're, okay. You're I'm living me proof a, as a child. It's I sold this. to kids, but it's not. Not. I mean, it's a family film. Is it? For families, yeah. For unlikable families? For toxic families, maybe? My mom dealt with a lot of my if crap. You li- if you watch this with your family and you like it, I think you have a problem, yes. <laughs> I think you have a problem with what you're raising and what you've become as a person. I um, I remember this. Because you raised a kid who gave you pine cones instead of actual food. Exactly you did that to yourself. That's what I was thinking in my head. Okay, I, I also have two theories about this. I mean, maybe, I don't know. You guys know that my main theory is that this is a men- mentally handicapped Bigfoot. That's some people think that's ET's problem, Jim. Like it, it's it's not a it's child. all coding. It's not a child. It's it's just deformed and it's mentally handicapped. Right. It's a, it's just behind. It's a cat that's been stepped on. Yeah. My second theory, which I waited because I wanted to hear you guys' reactions on on it. That was a delayed reaction. Is that that's not a child. 
and it's not mentally handicapped. It's not behind in any aspect. It's an old, crusty Bigfoot. It's they shrink that small. Human beings shrink like, when they get old. from the holiday special. It's a little old man Bigfoot that's just like, what do you want? What? It's like a Danny DeVito. What? Sasquatch running around. Huh? What's going on, Apple Pinecone? No, a Pinecone. It's I just the senile Bigfoot. You see, the, it has more gray hairs on its face than the mom. And what grows? What keeps growing on a person throughout their whole life? Their, their nose, fucking head. Their nose and their ears. It's their whole head that keeps getting no, bigger. No. <laughs> Old men. Old men heads get bigger with age. It's just the nose and the ears. If you want to deny the truth, man, you can. <laughs> but I think it's an old Bigfoot. It has more gray hairs on its head than the mom. I think we can all agree there's something fundamentally wrong with it. It's from day one. It's fucked up. There's something wrong with that thing. The moment the pine cone happened, I was like, you fucking little fuck. You fucking know that's not edible. Especially you know after you fucking they gave it. him the apple. That's not as cute as when like uh, Groot is giving shit in the second Guardians movie. Like, that's adorable. You're Groot. This little fucking little, like, you're, I'm fucking dying over here. You, you get me some food. You had an apple. You had an apple. I'll da- I dare say this, like, Poppy seems more like a upstanding citizen and an actual contributor of society than Little Bigfoot. <laughs> Little Bigfoot is just a hindrance for everyone himself. Well, I was in the room for that last podcast recording. Just just with, like, arcs alone, I think Art, the, the actual director, has more of an arc than anyone in this movie. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. I don't think. I don't think there's and, a and about he's that. living proof of like real arcs in real exactly, life, and yeah. he can't even make an arc in one goddamn Bigfoot movie. He there's really time. not much. I mean, we're finding great things to talk about and make fun of this movie for, and I do like making fun of it. But like, I I like finding the narrative. He wrote a book actually in 2020. I would like to find it one day. It sounds like a really good book. Like they asked him to write the book. They even know himself as having an interesting story. But like. All you would probably find out on the set is like, yeah, like they just, you know, were Nothing. very quick and very, very Nothing efficient happened. as fast as possible to make it. They just shot it out. They just shot it they out. They really did. It's like one of those January, like February but like, movies. I, let me tell you one of my favorite things about the first movie of his. So the first movie, this kid works at Universal Studios, likes a girl, works there, starts seeing a Miyagi, uh, Obi Wan figure in his life. The rings start getting involved. He gets a ring, he gets the power, his Obi-Wan dies. The one ring drew them all? They actually say that in the movie. Oh my god! He references the things that he loves. So, he gets to this point where finally, after his master dies, his daughter shows up and takes him back to the house and saves his ass one day like it's Angelina Jolie and wanted. And he's like, wow, where am I? And she's like, you're at my, my father's house. He's the one who gave you the ring. He was the one who saw me in dreams, the one who died in He's a spirit ghost for the rest of the movie. It's very Star Warsy. They don't hide it. And all of a sudden, in the middle of nowhere, a chimpanzee just walked into the room. And he's like, why? Is that a chimpanzee? And she's like, yeah, it was my dad's. Are you okay? And I'm like, did it... <laughs> what? Did a chimpanzee just walk into this fucking movie? What the fuck is going on right now? And then I listened to the interviews with Art, and he's like... My producer sold one of my cameras and just gave me a monkey one day. 
he, he's, Could you imagine? He this sold a camera and then gave him sold one of his cameras and gave him a monkey. So he used the money from to the camera. To pull the monkey, yeah. Just to give it back. Cocaine's out of it. I don't know what he did with the monkey after it. But he put the monkey in the movie because they wanted the monkey in the movie. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh my god. Could you imagine being a fly on the wall? Being a fly on the wall for that moment. We, we don't need to. We could be a dog. That's kind of what canon movies... <laughs> we could be a dog. Canon movies are full of stories like that. But this is like... That's that's what Art is dealing with. He's dealing with a studio that's giving him what he can. Maybe they took a camera away in the middle of this. That's why the coverage goes back. And they gave him a Bigfoot instead. Like... A real... He does what he can with what he has. A fucked up Bigfoot. Um, I like Art. I think he's an interesting guy. He's, his movies are... Uh, they exist, you know? Some of them are really great. I love The Power Within. I want to see um, that one soccer movie. I like his TV show a lot. Um, and I just want him to keep making things. Keep making things, man. Follow your dreams. If I, do that. You know, I... We're sitting here talking about this movie. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. We're joking around. We're laughing. It exists for us to, for the one or two or three moments in this that we like. A, a car jumping into the lake with a couple guys jumping out of it is pretty cool looking. There was the uh, the wipeout when they were first chasing uh, Bigfoot. That's a great one, too. That truck just going down. Like There's one or two moments in this where you're like, okay, you did something and I got to see it. You know, Let's all go home. That's what I see in Merits of Film sometimes. But like outside of this... You know, I was very bored, very <laughs> bored, and very even more so during the second one. I bet if we asked Art Camacho, he, if we asked him who is this for, he couldn't give us a chance. I bet if we asked him to come on this show and answer this question, he'd do it. But it's I don't know, it's a fucking bad I think movie. It's, I think it's bad. okay to like somebody. I think it's like. Part of the things that I'm willing to admit when it comes to so bad it's goods or watching bad movies or watching movies in general is understanding the process of making a movie is hard. The process yeah. of making a movie in Hollywood is hard. The process of making a movie in Hollywood with someone who isn't a fucking asshole is even harder. When you're Latino, it's even harder. When you come from, with, when you have no high school education outside of the GED you have, when you didn't go to college, when you worked your way up from the bottom, he is finding a lot of precedences just to make this movie, but I don't think he necessarily wanted to make this movie so much as he made this to make other fighting martial arts movies that are probably better. My guess is he probably has better martial... He made a, he made a Goldberg movie. He loved Goldberg. They had a great time making it. Wow. So I think the martial arts movies he makes probably have more merit to them to this. I liked The Power Within despite all the things he was referencing and stealing from because the fight scenes were pretty fun. Billy Zapka was eating up every scene he was in. I like that movie a lot. So I don't think he makes good kids' movies. I think he sticks to action movies after that. And Assassin X is not something I enjoyed, but like he does what he can with what he has. So I like that. But this is not a, a so bad it's good. This is bad. Like, yeah. It's aimless, and it's not for kids. And oh, I know Little Bigfoot. It's it's not even though Little Bigfoot is like ugly and stupid. The fact that it's running around just trying to get people to save its mom and none of them really do that. Is that really what he's doing though? Yes, technically yes. When you watch every scene, understanding that his because like what if does he comprehend looking? that his mom is wounded? Okay, one of the funniest things about this movie is watching the main kid constantly look at him and be like. Little Bigfoot, do this! Don't you understand me? Don't you know what I'm saying? Oh, 
no, he doesn't. He's a no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. What he's really doing is trying to get you to go to its mom so you can help its mom. And they the still home, do that. Even when they take it to its house, it's like, go home. It's like, no, I need you to, I need food, I need something. And they're like, you know, a veterinarian, man. The saddest moment in this entire movie is not when there's a dead bear with a knife in its back. Baby bear, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's when he's like, oh. go home. My home is here. You go home and you can see little Bigfoot be like, my mom. Okay, then. I'm going to. Go now. Wrong move, kid. Wrong move. It's, that shit is crazy. Little Bigfoot brought those kids into his home, and they still fucked it up. Yeah, the, the second They completely forgot like colonialism. that they knew someone who could give that animal medical attention. It's like, uh, that veterinarian thing is just crazy. I, I, she's right Twice there, she could have been used. Bandaged it. I just don't understand. Maybe Both like, Big Feet got injured and she didn't help either of them. Red Letter Media makes the joke that, they, that maybe the actress did not like being on set and was uncomfortable and that maybe that's why she left the entire third act. But like, no, no I think that this entire movie was written just, haphazardly in 45 minutes when the guy got the job. So, yeah. F. F for you. <coughs> Good God. A disaster. You know, I... Great guy, but Jesus. Yeah, I think you can be a great guy and make a bad movie. Also, how did he pop his tires? Peter says it himself, that bike is not made for that terrain. I said it, man. I didn't know that. Oh, it was you? Okay, yeah. one of you guys Who said it. Who both said it? I'll give it... Okay, Zach said it. Yeah. I, uh, I would say... Um, I want to... Because I like art so much, uh, the guy. I want to give this something higher than an F, and and you know I yes I th- I'm gonna give this a D minus. I was I was coming close because like I like Matt McCoy and I like the villain. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna give this a D because I like the fact I like some of the shots in the wilderness, some of the shots. It's I pretty like man. The, Even uh, I said it. The Baywatch chick is. Pretty to look at. Just baffling creative decisions. I like the sheriff. I just like his. I like his demeanor. I like how Tim Twin Peaksy he is, in terms of just like uh, uh, Sheriff um, Truman. He reminds me of him a lot and his brother a lot. Uh, and I like the ju- the three car stunts that they have. And that's it. That's it. I'm gonna give this a D minus. I think it was a D minus. It's just a bad I never want to see this again. Yeah. I want to see more art Comanche movies. I want to see more art Comanche movies, but I did not like this very much. I can't believe I've seen it three times in the last 48 hours. Uh, I never want to see it again. Baffling creative decisions. I can't get over that. As a so bad it's good, Little Bigfoot himself as an animatronic is pretty fucking hilarious. Um, And that's... Oh man, that's probably the best so bad it's good thing about it. Outside of the just the, <laughs> there he belongs in the holiday special. There's he a, truly does. It really does. This isn't a great one. This isn't a great entertaining thing to watch necessarily. We watched it as a group and that was fun. But there were a few moments where all of us were just like, "What the?" F-? Like the best moment is when he tells him to run away. We were all kind of like, "What the?" I fuck? hate you. Like I, like, I can't get the over that. What the fuck was that? It's so intense. It's so intense. Like you can tell he's yelling at his father. You can tell he's yelling at his father. Uh, and so, um, don't give it more worth than it is. I have to. I've seen it three times in forty-eight hours. Harry and so the Hendersons. D, D minus. D minus. I've seen worse than this. Peter. 
Uh, yeah, there was a moment in my life a long, long time ago when I watched this and was a weed lab. I share the same feelings now than I did back then. And I had no idea what I had watched and the look that my mom and I had with each other when, when we finished this movie was was uh, a look I haven't shared in a while with her. I can't imagine your mom watching this. Man. It this was crazy. just shame. We both looked at each other like, that was not what that was supposed just to be. Let us never speak of this again. That was not good. That's that was not, not good at all. That's not. Uh, I did chuckle a lot in this, so I, I did I did enjoy it. I don't think I got bored. In fact, I got bored at the the car chases. I can't yeah, watch the fucking the car chases. Oh, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't. Everything about this movie that isn't about Little Bigfoot is in some way interesting. You know, I'm gonna go from a D minus to a D because I like the bad guy a lot. His performance is like the top performance of the movie. And I don't really care what he's doing, but I did like him intimidating people. That was kind of fun. Like, just slightly giving people shit was really fun. Because he could. Why not? Somebody had to. Uh, I, I do like that. I mean, there, there are some things about it that are... That, I, I don't know, I kind of want to see finish out. I kind of wanted to see the the sun... Like, I don't know. I don't know. This just... Uh, fuck it. I think that's, yeah, D minus. No, D. I'll give it a D. That's right. I'm saying nah. D. Yeah. I'm sticking with F. I, 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 this freaking script, dude. I will say this. Not very often is the case where I watch a bad movie by myself where I'm like, this is a hard, arduous watch. And then I watch it with other people and I'm like, we had fun. Most of the time, the arduous watches by myself are the ones that everyone is just like, damn. They're always great with a group, but like they can't do it by themselves. But I can't. I wouldn't be able to do this one by myself again. <laughs> no, thank you. And I love bad movies. Anyway. But I, wa I want to watch more art com Kamacho. <laughs> okay, I thought that was a genuine club, but you're good. It was, I hiccuped. Hmm. What was your grade again? Uh, I don't know. Mm, um, it's... It's just not a competent film. No. Like at all. And it's, it's a shame. Cause art, it's structured terribly. Art has, obviously has the passion. He worked his way up from, you know, twice to get to this point. And sometimes life just yeah. happens and you produce crap. You basically shit on the wall. And yeah. you have to clean it up. And um, I, I really just, I, I'm grading the dog right now. The dog is an A+. It is almost True. in every scene pulling, True. wanting to escape. And that little girl just pulls it by the fucking neck. And the True. little boy just pulls it by the fucking neck. And they string this thing along. They're literally pulling its neck into the car to get it in the car. Because it doesn't want to go with them. It doesn't want to be with them. It just wants to stay home with its grieving mom. And they're not allowing it to happen. This dog is obviously over 10 years old. It's not allowing it to happen. This dog is a hero. Without that dog, we would have given up on this movie. True. I guarantee it. Absolutely. A plus for that dog. Fucking D minus for this movie. D minus. As, as a child... I'm the harshest I, the, one on this. The child, as a child, I had no patience for it. 
<laughs> it didn't give me anything. The dog. Oh, the dog? You had no patience for the dog as a child? The dog Damn. didn't even. Like, I thought something was going to happen with the dog. I thought the dog, like, the dog, dog was is, there. It is the usually, yeah. usually in movies like this, the dog, like, you know, saves the day or, or helps like, save the day, and you get the moment with the dog. Or bite somebody in the nuts, you know? Just anything. Like, John Wick. Anything. I, I didn't get anything. Yeah, there's one movie you haven't seen. Yeah, I'm waiting for the right time. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, Little Bigfoot. Thanks, Peter. You're welcome. Glad you contributed so much to our show. Yeah, I mean, normally, <laughs> it sucks that I couldn't find anything about how this particular movie was made to talk about it. But maybe I, it's in I, a I book. did find... Um, maybe, but I did find a lot about the director, and I did find him interesting and that fun. But the movie in and of itself... Boring. Very pass. boring. Would not recommend. Hard pass. Would not recommend. Okay. Wheel. Wheel? Wheel. 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 Uh, wait, hold on. Time out. How far? How far do we get? Um, we have roughly 30 minutes to go. So we talked for an hour. This movie's an... Okay. Oh, add one more to... The, this is why I give it a nap. This movie's an hour... This movie's an hour and a half. Did not feel like it. This felt like yeah. two hours. It feels pretty long. It's because there was two second acts and two third acts. They just, like, you they, like, when you paused that one time and it was like 45 minutes, we're, like, we're halfway through. Oh, yeah, we've like, it's we're rough. Little, we're a little it's over rough, halfway man. through. Try being alone watching this last night. Oof. You can't convince me. After the power within. You can't convince me. This is I, thought, I thought after the power within it would be better, but no. 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 Mm. His, his martial arts stuff is better. Okay, we are. Wheel, wheel, wheel. Yeah. Another fucking thing about Little Big, but it's too <laughs> fucking long. Um, it's too fucking long. Wheel, wheel, wheel. What about it? Wheel, wheel. What about it? Wheel, what about it? Wheel, what about it? Wheel. Uh, the good wheel. Uh, 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 paradise. Uh, no, shut up, Little Bigfoot. Shut up, Little Bigfoot. Eat this pine cone. Let's shut this pine cone down your throat. You want to know what it sounds like? You want to know what Little Bigfoot sounds like? It sounds like an undead poppy. Hmm. Interesting. And a, an I could idea still for do an a better job. An Zombie idea for you for an episode. Um, also, you can, also, I still love the Oshin character. I still is still gonna make an Oshin character. <laughs> nah, never mind. I was gonna say you could have talked about rollerball if you wanted to, but anyway. I feel like you got that all out of your system in butter in buttercast. Well, I mean, those are the buttercast. Better than what you're. I don't think Peter ever wants to talk about rollerball again. I'll talk about the seventy-five one. He never wa- He wants to hear your thoughts on the shitty one. Night vision. Uh, I'm not talking about that. Okay. Doesn't even deserve it. I mean, you heard it. You were there. That's just like Winter Soldier trigger words. Night vision. <laughs> it used to be the apple. <laughs> but I've healed. I just think it's so funny that some of the best bad movies you're just like toxically against. Fuck <laughs> you! So I'm literally this boy in Little Bigfoot. I'm like, fuck you! Fuck your fucking face! I don't love you! Your mom should be dead! Mr. Right Apple! Apple. Fucking Apple. Apple. Take a little bad. Take a little bad. Not yeah. literally. I choke Alice the projection is out at the, at the beginning of our latest episode. Every time I say the word the apple, he dies a little inside. But Pretty good at when when he goes night vision. I'm like, what did you say? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, and then it's, that's so, what I'm talking yeah. about. It's just it's been so long. I haven't listened to it. I want to listen to it when it's ready. The the Goodwill demands tribute. That's Which right. Right, that's right. Let me check our little notes right. here. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. Right. Yeah. So far, so, Noah. Maybe Noah. No, that's a curiosity. Yeah. I don't no, know. I mean like um, at work. There's no. Uh, what was the guy's last name? I'm sorry. The yeah guy, what? Yeah, in, in office space. In office space. Yeah. Oh, what was the boss's name again? Like. Oh, yeah. Gar- uh, um, I forgot the character's name. But the actor's Gary Cole. Like, there's no Gary Cole really. There's nobody who really just like speaks very slow. Maybe Phil in HR. I don't know. Like. No. Phil in HR, like in real life. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, I always try to like identify. Like, maybe I'm the Milton though. But I'm not. I, I don't hate the job. You're the new right. guy. You're the new guy. Yeah, I'm the new That's guy. for sure. I was the Melvin. 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 I'm gonna burn this whole fucking mall down. Wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm gonna have Cinnabon first. As long as like there's it. no human being in that mall, I'm not opposed to it. Anyway. It's become too powerful. So what shall it be for your offerings, gents? So what's it gonna be? So what to go? I've been really fucking fighting for this Iron Giant movie. You really have been. And I'm going to keep on <laughs> fighting for it. Okay, I'm not going to change that then. Alex? Hmm. He's thinking. I'm stuck between three. He's going what others? I kind of want to keep, I want to I follow Peter's trail and fight for the one that I've been trying to do, Black Hawk Down. We need to art this. We need to fight for what we believe in. We need to make a little make bit sure, Make your dreams come true. What are the other two? Um, the only other good movie in the background that I have seen, um, Lego Movie. Mm. That one I pushed for for a while, but I'm pushing for Iron Giant. Or I could do... You know what I will do? It because it's one that I... Lego Movie? Talked about. No. It's one the, the other one. Okay. Uh, option C. Um Cook. October Sky. That's right. You've been wanting October Sky. Uh, the guy who built the uh, rocket, go to space. That's broken right. mine with uh, Chris Cooper. That's right. And we and we replaced Little Bigfoot with steel. Yes. Jesus Christ, man. You did. I, I literally have Who's no. Who's we? I was gonna say yeah. I have no backlog on my phone because every movie that I. Think about it's just immediately put on them like fuck. Dude, I have to think of another thing immediately. He loves you, man. <laughs> to immediately think of a new it's one. It's it's for, like, really it's iron, to except you. for Iron Giant. Yeah, it's yeah like, except no, for Iron Giant. No, let, let, let your friends hate you with your bad movies. <laughs> no, it's really boring, you fuck. You picked a bad movie, you fuck. Stop picking bad movies. <laughs> Dude, the wheels are so evil. They're playing off my ability to be We don't even bad. like you anymore because we're annoyed with all your bad movies. I did say that. I well, did. I said that to your face all the time. I did say that. Constantly. I can't even get Iron Giant on It was here. something I did say to your face. Well, maybe the fortunes will change. No. Um, okay, so... I already, got, too good. Yeah. I already got a couple on there that I wanted to see, so... He's thinking... I can see his gears oh, turning. Mm, Django Unchained. Django Unchained. The Jane. We're doing that again. The Django. That's been on the backlog for a while. It has. We watched I, again. I showed him the first twenty minutes of *Glorious Bastards*, and yet I'm still picking *Django Unchained*. 
So we have the Iron Giant, October Sky, and Django Unchained. Or Triple R. We are going to watch that this we week. We are actually going to watch that. Anyway. I don't need to waste my time on that Maybe. now. It deserves it. Joey, your time on Triple R. Yeah. We're going to watch it this fucking week. Can take off it. Take off your pants. Spin that fucking wheel. Three, two, one. Jango Unchained. Yes! He He got got it! it. He got it on there! Think about Little Bigfoot masturbating and using his snot as lubricant. It was thick. Peter, the wheels are actively fucking with you. Look at how close it was to the Iron Giant. Great. Yeah. Look how close it was. <laughs> that like that's from fucking with him. Do you know why? Because I rule the good wheel. <laughs> I rule the good wheel. I rule the oh. good wheel. I'm so right, happy to see the wheel. You look like right before a model gets a picture. That's what they go up. They go up and they like scratch the inside of their hair and then fluff it up. All right. Models are like, oh yeah, I've seen that video. On the good movie wheel as it stands right now, we all Mm -hmm. said. And Storm Paul lays. Yes, Storm Paul lays. And whatever the whatever uh, Frank and uh, probably take another steaming hot smelly shit. (laughs) Uh, Little Women. That's right. Oh God, another little thing. Yes. <clears throat> but it's, apparently this one's good. That would that would be crazy. No, it's not gonna happen. But also it would be Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Barbie. The wrestler. That's right. Jerry Aronofsky's the wrestler. Um <clears throat> Summer Wars. It would match uh Zach coming back and seeing the Mizazaki. Labyrinth. Wabawinf. Be another animatronic movie. It but would done be, yeah. better. Be. Gangs of New York. Scorsese. That would coincide with uh, Kills of the Flower Moon. Yeah, that's coming out soon, yeah. Uh, Bumblebee. Finish tuna. the story. Yeah. Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Ace Ventura. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, that's right. That's been on there for a while. And that's a good one. Michelle Yeoh. Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Another animated. You guys want a lot of animated on here. Gladiator. They're good. That's right. Ridley Scott. Uh, Blues Brothers. Ooh, that's right. The Rundown. Fun, fun little rock movie. Sean William Scott. Little Thanks Shop. Little Shop of Horrors. Horror. Great musical. Horror. Sullivan's Travels. Oldie movie. Howl's Moving Castle. The only Miyazaki we have on there at a time where Miyazaki's film will be coming out. Monty Pythons. I'm going to see Miyazaki tomorrow. Monty Pythons, the Holy Grail. Very funny. Okay. That's that's, that's the, it. It's the whole wheel, man. Is Bridge on the River quiet, curious? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Curious. Quiet is a curious. I think it's curious. Quiet is a curious movie. Quiet is a curious movie. Because it's so alone since I have seen it later. See, why couldn't Little Bigfoot just, like, speak human, you know? Why couldn't it just speak English? That's another thing! Oh my god! Oh my god! I got another time name. Okay, 
So That's another fucking thing about Little Bigfoot. No, another fucking thing about the Thrawn trilogy. Um, oh. So Leia goes to Kashyyyk because she's being uh, hunted by. Back. Yeah, she's being assassinated, but she's trying to be assassinated by. Uh, she's being hunted down by um, some uh, Empire assassins, and um, she has to hide on Kashyyyk. And holy shit! So she greets a Wookiee there that speaks English. Oh. And it's implied at first that Chewbacca just has a speech impediment oh. that only Han can understand. But it turns out the That's person, thick, the Wookiee that the Wookiee that she's speaking to, the uh, the uh, representative, um, is the one with the speech impediment. That Chewbacca actually has very delicate, um, like articulate. language. Yes, very articulate language. Wow, uh, speech. But so they're saying that the language that that the Wookies speak mm-hmm. is more intelligent and articulate than English. Well, no, he's just more. He's just they can speak. their he's speaking the native tongue better than whoever Leia is talking to, but. But that Wookiee can speak English. Yes. I, I think what they're saying is that his ability to speak English does not indicate that he is a better speaker of his own language. That Chewie is actually has better diction than he does. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, they are they are physically capable of speaking other languages. Other in old canon, yes. Not anymore. Not your fucking old canon. Anyway, off. Good wheel. Yeah. Because it's really, really interesting. Sorry, I had to get that out. And then you just tell me that it doesn't fucking exist anymore. Well, tell that to fucking Disney. Anyway. Um, here we go. I'll kill you. Three. I'll kill you. Two. One. I can't look. Copy. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Scary, like scary these are all good movies, but that's scary. Um, the Wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, the next movie we'll be reviewing on the Master Movie Podcast: Josie the Tiger and the Fish. It's a straight up curiosity for me. Zam, who put this on? Zach. Zach. And what's it about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So two curiosities back to back. Technically, it's three. an. An- I think it's an anime. It's an anime, yes. It's an anime. Netflix, I think. No, I don't think so. Shall we check? I'll check. He's gonna check. He's gonna check the internet. He's gonna. It's rentable on Vudu and Amazon Prime. Cool. Otherwise, you need a premium subscription to Crunchyroll. Didn't Cecily sign up for Crunchyroll, or is that the other thing? I do not. He's jump on. You happy about this pick? Um, yeah. So there you go. Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Let's hope it uh, lives up to its title. Uh, Let's hope there's no car chases. Let's hope that there's no dogs that want to escape the film. Let's hope that um, they're not... 7.6 on uh, IMDb. 
What's it look like? Uh, you mean like visually? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you spell well, Josie? Uh, Jose with two E's. No, no uh, accent. Um, Josie. So yeah, we'll see a trailer. We'll go, we'll go watch a trailer, but we'll do that later. We're gonna watch a trailer later. Yeah, oh, I don't think that there's a tiger and a fish in this film. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be pissed. I do not. It does not look like there's a tiger and a fish in it. Um. Uh oh. Um, it's a it's a remake of a 2003 live action film. We just saw the picture of that live action thing. It threw me yeah, off. Yeah, it threw me off too. Um, that's sweet. Are you a live action and an animated film? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go see The Wind Rises tomorrow in the theater. Thick. It's already out in theaters? No, that's no, but the new one is not out. They're showing his last. One. That's the oh, the one that Reeve. these two guys don't want to see. The Breathe. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. So Josie, Tiger, and the Fish. I'm interested. We'll see. Um, Alright, then there you go, everybody. Uh, little Bigfoot can burn in hell. Um, <laughs> Sasquatch! <laughs> say goodbye, guys. I know for a fact I'm going to have fever dreams about Little yeah. Bigfoot and his face, and he's going to. He's going to ejaculate on my face while I sleep. Okay. Alright. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't know it's me. <laughs> Yours smells different. Like McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright. Co-written by my history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye. <laughs>